This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are well off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this episode, Sean Archer is here to chat about two very different types of sci-fi movies, Donnie Darko and Doom. Welcome! Hello, I'm back. <laughs> yes, you me. are. I know. <laughs> but I mean, um, before we started doing this, I was like, we like to jibber-jabber about movies, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it is very true. Yes, we did, a, we did a lot of chatting before we even started, and then we're just like, what are we doing? This is solid gold. Just get it back in there. <laughs> yeah, Tracy's now- word of the day. It was learning about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Words of the day, sorry. I know. I get a word of the day in my email every day. And um, most of the time I forget them, but every once in a while I remember them. It's really good. And I was explaining um, Takaturn um, and my favorite I word of the heard. day, uh, which was Noctilescent. I was explaining that. And then for some reason we're talking about something being akimbo. And you said a word too that I was like, what? And well, I knew what the word was, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, you know. <laughs> Smart well, I couldn't. I couldn't remember where Akimbo I, I know it from, and I think I do now. I think you have told me before, because it's doing this with your hands, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I think you told me like at a board game night or something. Yeah. So, and then we actually looked at the origin of the word Akimbo, because <laughs> for some reason, apparently as soon as something has a K and an O in it, I think it's African. But apparently it's Old Norse, and that mm-hmm. was moved into Middle English. It's very exciting. Oh. I guess. There you go. It's your Word of the Day podcast. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Don't one podcast that. a day and then uh one every two weeks. Yeah. Well we no. No, I imagine like just having a podcast about words and you have like one every other day and it's a ten minute podcast, be like, yeah. Oh, I heard this word today. It's this word. I wonder where it came from. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I have what a bunch of history podcasts that are ten minutes long and they're great. They're just little bites like bite size, good for a shower, like you know. Yeah, I wonder Love if them. that exists. Now I have to look that up and then maybe yeah. maybe come up with it and pick random words. It'd be amazing. Yeah, talk yeah. about it. What does this word mean to you? <laughs> I know, right? Um, actually, tell you the truth, like one of my favorite categories on like on Jeopardy's word origins. Oh, um, I love that category. It's actually it's actually one of the easier categories for me because if you understand like mm-hmm. half of the word, you can figure out what the origin of the word mm-hmm. is or what the meaning is. You know. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of fun. Yeah, literature and word origins are some of my worst ones. Probably oh, science. I'm, I'm definitely not good at literature, which no, is surprising because I read a lot. But the problem is, like with a lot of TV shows, actually, yeah, with a lot of TV shows, I don't learn people's names mm-hmm. very well. So, like, TV shows and movies, unless I see, like, unless it's, like, a series of movies or a series of books, I tend to forget their names. But mm-hmm. I can tell you everything about the storyline. I'm yeah. very much into like the storyline because that's kind of the way I learned in school too. Like I'm very um, like a tactile or theory learner. So mm-hmm. like, don't tell me two plus two is four. That doesn't do anything for me. But say, you know, if you have two of these things and you have two of these things and you bring them together, mm-hmm. that is addition. And this is why this equals four. Then mm-hmm. I'll remember. And I'll okay. be fine, you know? So, like, so in school, I was really good at, like, the sciences and math, um, but really horrible at, like, biology and history because all of those were just 
memorization of like dates and times. Yeah. That's, eh, that's me. Well, um, like, so all the literary, well, not to jump ahead, but the stuff, the, li the literary stuff in Donnie Darko, I was like, who, who is this author? I don't know. Who are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I watched some YouTube videos to, you know, bone up, not bone up on it, uh, learn up on it. Yeah, um, that's true. Like the, uh, what's the two books they talk about in, in this? Uh, the author's Graham Greene. Yes. And it's the one where the kids burn down the house and burn all the money. Um, yeah, so I had. I forget the name of it. I've heard of the authors. Yeah. But they're both authors and books I had never read. Yeah. So like I couldn't really like like with with a lot of the people in the movie, they couldn't really connect with the content. Yeah. That was being put forth. That's Johnny for though. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a smart kid. He's a little. He's, kid. he's a little off kilter, but yeah. he's a smart kid, right? But yeah, like. The thing is, watching Don. I I realized I haven't watched this in a while, but I used to Me watch too. this movie pretty regularly, mm -hmm. and I forgot how weird the cast for this movie is. Yes, it is such a weird cast. I I love the way I wrote it down. This is this is horrible. This is how I wrote down who the cast is for this movie. I'm like, you got the Joan Halls, you got Point Break, you got the kid mm -hmm. from ET, you got Doctor <laughs> Carter, the first lady from Independence Day, and the lady who got run over in Speed. I mean, I go wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, she is. She's yeah. the one. Oh yeah, that's right. I was, I was trying to, I, I was trying to picture what I, what I knew her from. But the thing is, everything that woman is in, she's a horrible person in it. Maybe she mm -hmm. just has a face for it. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe she has a face for it because she's always done those types of roles. But every time I see her, and I'm like, you're a bad person. Yeah. That's the first thing I think. Well, you also missed a few too. Um, you, uh, you missed President. Uh, is it Caroline from Battlestar Galactica? It's President something. Donnie's yeah. mother is, is the president. Oh, did you say her? Yeah, she's the first lady from Independence Day. First lady. Oh, oh, oh yeah, true, true. Yeah, she's more famous for that. Good point. Ah, uh, but you admit, did you say Seth Rogen? Uh, I, that's further down. I said, that I said, blew my what? mind when he, when he showed up. That is that Seth Rogen. It's just one yeah, of my yeah, notes. Because so, yeah. Yeah. I, I like you, I, I've watched this movie many, many times, but I haven't, haven't seen it in a decade. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's one of those movies that has like a spattering of people that you will like recognize that either got really famous or they're like character actors so you just kind of know who they are mm. and i was just like oh my god well because even um oh i should have looked that up before we got on here but the girl who played his girlfriend uh jenna somebody. malone yeah what is she from uh, I, for some reason i couldn't picture what she was from uh what do i know her from i crap i can't remember <laughs> but I, I know her she, she's actually been in a lot of things i, I just, there's one there's one specific thing we probably both know her from that she's really famous for. That's probably this is what the problem is. I know her from something else though. Um, oh, she was in the Hunger Games. She was in Contact. Um, she oh, was really? in Neon Con Neon Demons, but I didn't see Neon Demons, which is something I really should yeah. watch. Well, I just remember watching this as a kid. I had a huge crush on her because of this movie. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, she's she's so damaged. I can fix her. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Sucker Punch. Yep. Yeah, she was, but. Hmm. I can't. Maybe. I literally cannot picture her. It must just be this movie then. I think you're right. She's in the ruins, which is a really good horror movie. But um, now yeah, you're right. It must be, must be Donnie Darko. She was the daughter and stepmom. Okay. Because yeah, I was obsessed with this movie in high school or uh, university whenever this came out. What this came out in? Definitely over twenty years. Two thousand one. So we're at like nineteen years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was nineteen. Oh okay. That makes me feel so old, but it's fine. Um. <laughs> Because we are. Because we are, yes. 
Oh, you, did we even say what movie we watched? <laughs> yeah, Donnie Darko. That. No, okay. we said Donnie Darko. All right. I, I think. Well, if you don't know, we're talking about Donnie Darko. All right, yes. <laughs> what a, it's a, such a great movie, but I don't know if... How, how do I say this? I don't know if it's a good movie or not. It's like, a... Does it weird make sense movie. at all? It makes a little bit of sense. I think it does make a little bit of sense. Watching it this time, it made more sense to me now than I mm-hmm. think it ever did before. I had, I had questions that I never thought of before. Um, like? Well... Okay, so this is random, but um, uh, the character, um, uh, uh, what's her name, Chen? The, yes. the one who showed, yeah. Is she, is she an angel? Or is she supposed to represent an angel? No, she's supposed to represent a person who does not conform. Okay, because she's, she's in the movie in very weird scenes. Yeah, but she is, the thing is, is that Donnie Darko is is lost and he is looking for acceptance and for love. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that she that that girl, she's in love with him. Yeah. Right? Because he was but, he stuck he sticks up for her. Yeah, but I think it's a little bit more than that because I think from the moment you meet you meet her, like at the bus stop and they show up and mm-hmm. she's with like the the sister and they're waiting for the bus. And all she says is shut up the whole time. I yeah. actually think she's she's already in love with him. Well, she, she's like an outsider like him. Yes. So I think that's why he relates to her. Yeah, but he doesn't recognize her as one of, like, as like him, if you yeah. know what I mean, until yeah. the very end. But, like, with her and, and this, this is the first time I ever watched this movie, and I noticed all the God stuff. Yes, there's a lot of religions. Like it is like so. Then I was like, I was wondering, is this like, is he, is he not Jesus? Is this a Jesus allegory? Is this sacrificing himself for the world? Like, no, I, I, I never, don't. I don't think this. I never is thought a, of that before. I don't then, think this is a Jesus allegory. I don't think. I think this is more a condemnation of religion than mm-hmm. a allegory to religion. If you know okay. what I mean. Yeah. Um. Because. During this time, this was the, wasn't this during the whole like taking down the church and all this kind of. This is nineteen. Uh, this nineteen ninety eight. I, I definitely noticed all the. I also didn't notice oh. before, like uh, George Bush is running against Dukakis. Yeah, this movie takes place in nineteen eighty eight. Eighty eight. Sorry, that's um, in eighty eight. I'm in eighty eight. Yeah. Eighty eight. Uh, yeah, I forgot that this was like a a quote unquote period piece. Yeah, there's a, uh, yeah, me too, me too. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of stuff about suburbia in this and uh, middle class conservatism, which I never noticed before either. Mm-hmm. So I anyway, I, this viewing I and then the whole parallel universe stuff I was thinking about, and I, I watched some video I, videos on YouTube because I was confused. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it's a time travel movie; it's more of a traveling between parallel universes movie. No, According I, to these videos I watched. No, I, I actually think it's it is a time. It's both. Right. So what I got from the movie was the fact that Donnie Darko learns from this book from Grandma Death. Death. I'm calling her Madam Death, which I don't know, whatever, that people have been looking at time travel the wrong way. Mm -hmm. That it's not a, a concept of physical space. It is a manipulation of the mind. Okay. Right. That's what I got out of what they were showing from the book and what he was doing and all that kind of stuff. And you just need to see the world differently mm-hmm. to be able to move through it differently. Yeah. That's what I got from it. Okay. Did and, you watch the director's cut or the, or the theatrical version? Um, director's cut. 
So how long was that? Because I don't know which one I watched. Um, like, was yours just under two hours? Because this might be a reverse abyss where you saw the director's cut and I didn't. <laughs> okay. This one is, what is, it's 132 minutes, so it's over two hours. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mine was just under two. Damn. Okay. I should have watched the director's cut. I don't know. I just pulled out one of the discs and I pressed play. So <laughs> um, I know, because I know this says the director's cut, but I know there's both versions on it. Okay. I, because I haven't watched this in so long, I could not pick out the differences mm -hmm. because there were parts in it, especially the parts where, okay, tell me if this happened. So were there parts where they showed passages out of no, the book he no. was reading? So that's why I asked you, because I, I saw in a YouTube video I watched, they were talking about these passages. I'm like, oh, I did not see this. Oh, okay. So, so, so when they're talking about the tangent, the, the tangent uni uh, universe, mm -hmm. like from October 2nd to when he goes back to October 1st, or... October 2nd to Halloween, then he, she dies. And he goes yeah, back. Yeah, everything from the 2nd to the 31st is in the tangent universe that he, that has been created. That implodes on itself. Yes, that implodes on itself. And then when, when, he, when, he, when he dies, when he goes back in time and dies, that's back in the regular universe, or his normal universe. Yes. Yeah, okay. It's, it's a very confusing movie. <laughs> well, because, so I think that's the difference because when they show the passages out of the book on screen, they mm -hmm. go a little bit too fast for my liking because some of them are like one sentence, but some of them are like a full paragraph. And okay. I'm sitting there like trying to read it as quickly as possible without having to pause to not lose the momentum of the movie and stuff. But it really does help understand what's going on in like the next scene. Yeah. Um, how do they? How do they do it? Are they done like chapter titles? Like, are, are they uh, just sprinkled throughout the movie? Yeah, of? they're sprinkled throughout the movie. Okay. Right. So something's happening or whatever. Um, and I know there's already there's already title cards for the movie like different dates, like you know mm -hmm. five days till the end and all that kind of stuff. But yep. in between there, he's like sitting reading his book, um, and then like literally like it looks like a page from a book is on the screen, and it's got these really cheesy effects of like skulls and like lightning crashing and blah, blah, blah around the edges. It's, it's really cheesy looking. Right. Okay. But actually having the dot, the content on screen really helped piece together easier. What was going on? Yeah. That's why I was having these questions. Yeah. I, like watching it as a kid, not a kid, but like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, I would have just been like, Oh, it's a time travel movie. Hmm. He just all of a sudden creates time travel. <laughs> yeah. Not thinking about what Frank is and, and um, uh, what those spears out of his chest are, how, why he can see them. Yeah, because they, like, those passages actually, like, explain yeah. what those are. And I really wish I had written those terms down. Because it explains what Frank is. It explains uh, what those things out of his chest are called. It even yeah. tells you... You know, why certain, you know, in the end sequence after he dies, everybody wakes up and they're like, oh, oh, you know, like people, that one I, people I remember from YouTube. Stuff. So I know that from YouTube. So when, and that's, that scene sequence is great with uh, Mad World by, uh, uh, what is it, Jules something? Gary yeah. Jules. Oh man, because of this movie, I love that song. Great, well, yeah, this movie has a great soundtrack. But it anyway, has a um, great soundtrack. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's because when, when the tangent uh, parallel universe is destroyed, people um, in the normal universe, feel a, res a, re a residual effect from it yeah but it's only certain people right and there's they, they showed pretty much the whole cast no but some of them some of them did not have the same feeling as other people did right that's true so Patrick like Swayze's falling. yeah well because he knows he's a pedophile and he's gonna die in the fire and shit it's yeah. fine well um, fire's not gonna happen now 
well, that's true. So, but also other people might have an idea of what he's done. Okay. Right. Um, I hope so. <laughs> and well, and and that's the thing. Like, like the way it's described in the passage is not just that there's a, a residual feeling. It's like it's almost like a dream they had, and they wake up. Mm-hmm. And they they remember their dream for a period of time and the emotion associated with the dream. Okay. And then apparently over time it might fade or it might stay with them. So, so no, I so, don't so know. So guilt and what he's done. Yeah, might still be there and, and whatever. Yeah, the only person who seemed happy was, is it, is it Clarita? One of, uh, I remember her name was Chen. Something Chen. Mm-hmm. And, and she looks like she's in bed and she's either content or, or kind of smiling, which I thought was odd too. Well, she was she was the one who got the most positive message out of all of it. I mean, he stops yeah. and he talks to her and he's like, don't worry, things are going to get better for you. Is, mm-hmm. And she's really the only one who comes out of it better, you know, whereas everybody else realizes they were just, you know, assholes or they've lost something yeah. um, that they didn't want to lose, right? Because, like, her parent, his parents are like, oh, my God, my kid's dead. Yeah. You know, her sister's like, oh my God, I'm going to get to go to college. But I think, I think Frank was her boyfriend. Yeah, um, she, she talked about him a lot. It just seemed like, so her boyfriend's yeah. alive and she has to go to college, but her brother's dead. But her brother's <laughs> dead. Um, but like his girlfriend didn't seem to, like she seemed to have like a, a wondering of what was going on at the house. Mm-hmm. But she didn't seem to like, it didn't seem to have a residual effect on her. But she still waves at the mom, which I, I, I don't understand. Well, the mom's there looking out and is crying, and I don't devastated. know. Devastated. Yeah, she's devastated, right? Um, like, I, I kind of understood it. It was kind of like an odd moment, but, like, I kind of get it. But like, um, did you notice the um, FAA agent, the, the fat guy smoking, watching them? Like, stuff like that I don't understand. Okay, so, sorry, do you remember the first time they're about to kiss? And then uh, Jenna Malone's like, uh, I want it to be a beautiful moment to remind us. But when there's we, a fat guy over there. Smoking. Yeah. So you see him another time. And I, I, I didn't notice this when I watched the movie, but he's one of the FAA agents at the house. Is so he, he really? He's watching them. He's not the main one. He's, he's a secondary or third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's watching them for some reason. Yeah, because he shows up as well at the Halloween party. Yeah. There's a whole lot of weird things like that. And then he's also at the, um, the school at one point outside smoking. So I, I don't understand that. I, I don't understand why the bullies are at Grandma Death's house. Are they trying to steal something? The, the dad mentioned Maybe. that uh, people used to go in there to steal gems. But why would yeah. these two bullies know about that? Like, But she seems to be sort of like a town legend, though. Yeah. Right? So it's like one of those things that people just kind of know about, if yeah. you know what I mean. And then um, I don't understand why she goes crazy and what, she, what, what mail is she looking for? Why is she going there every day to check the mailbox? Well, remember, too, at one point in time, he's like, I should write her a letter or somebody should write her a letter. So she gets a letter. But she's also the person who came up with the theory that has him time traveling and him moving through dimensions. And they said she went crazy. She's kind of lost it. And maybe what's happening is she's lost in that exact same place and she wasn't able to get out. Okay. So she's seeing that point in time where somebody writes her a letter continuously and she's just going back and forth. She's like stuck in, in a loop almost, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. 
That's okay. what I'm assuming it is. Yeah. We have some open questions I just don't get. Which I kind of like about it because True. I find I find when the movie is when movies are too closed or mm-hmm. finish out too perfectly, you're just like, oh that's a cop out. Yeah. Me and, and my um oh sorry, go go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, I mean, like, having questions left at the end of a movie allows you to have a discussion about it and make yeah. it more interesting. Whereas yeah, if you tie point. up everything, you're just like, everything's tied up in a neat package. Yeah. And then you just walk away from it. So That's true. I, I, I do like, I, yeah, as you know, we lo- I love talking about movies. And uh, just like, uh, like I was going to say, my friend, me and my friends from back home, we, we still, every once, once, once a year, bring up the Inception debate. Is he still in, is, is he still in the dream or is he out? <laughs> But, well, but didn't um wasn't it Nolan who put out who was saying it actually isn't the the top that is actually the indication of him being in or out of the dream? It was uh it was one of the people that okay. actually indicated he was in or out of the dream. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that kind of makes sense too. But I think he's still dreaming because the kids are sitting in the exact same spot the way he remembered them, with the same clothes on. That's possible. At the very end, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's still dreaming. But- I don't know. Personally, I like the movie Inception. I think it's very cool. It's a very cool concept, mm-hmm. and it's well executed. I just don't think it's as complicated as people keep thinking it is, and mm-hmm. they need to get over it. <laughs> it's complicated. I'm so, I'm so mean. Well, no, when that movie came out, people were like, it's too complicated, and there's all these all these kind of like websites and stuff sort of making charts and graphs so you can understand which dream is where and what level things happen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. there's three layers. They went into a dream, into a dream, into a dream. And they and move at different time speeds. Out, yeah. And that's it. It's not, it's not, that, not that exciting. <laughs> um, it's because you watch Star Trek. There's been stuff like... Yeah, this time travel stuff and this paradox <laughs> stuff is bullshit. What are you Trail talking about? Is, yeah. That's all I have for us. Jeez. What about that time Seven of Nine went back in time to save this guy who was also a time agent, but decided that everything he did was wrong and then he had to arrest himself? Come on. That's complexity. <laughs> is, is that your episode? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Literally, yeah. at one point in time, Jane was just like, like they start off with the like, yeah, but if, you know, if um, Seven of Nine didn't go back in time and do this, then he would not have done this and this. Oh, you know what? Never mind. I yeah. just don't want to talk about time travel paradox. It pisses me off. Just do it's, what you have to do. And it's like, called okay. the grandpa paradox. Well, if yeah. you go back in time and kill your grandpa, then, then how did you, how did you, you were never born, so how did you go back in time and kill your grandpa? Yeah. It's, but also that falls into the different types of time travel theories, right? Where some people say time travel is <clears throat> it's like time is on a line or mm-hmm. it's on a loop or it's in branches or there's no such thing as it or you break it if you go back through it, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I, I kind mean, of enjoyed the Marvel, the way Marvel dealt with it, where it's like when you go back in time, then you create another line in time. And then you bring it back together if you fix it. Yeah, like... Which, which I kind of thought was neat. So now, now you've opened up a parallel universe in a way. Yeah. So that's that's like a that's like a quote unquote branch theory. Yeah. Which I kind of like. So your your timelines. I mean, not your timeline, but this is gonna be a timeline that's still screwed. But then you're fixing another one. <laughs> yeah. And then if you yeah. return everything to where it was supposed to be, you can fix the other timeline and bring it back together. I think so. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 it's it's so complicated. <laughs> it is. It, I mean, and that's and this is one of the the that's why paradoxes exist, and that's why people are. There's been so much theory and thought and discussion about time travel because you're like, 
you know, if something's already happened and then you went back because that thing happened to stop it, then how mm-hmm. would you have time traveled to get back there? Because there would have been no reason for you to time travel. Yeah. So automatically, paradox. <laughs> but it's also one of the reasons why I still love the Terminator movies and like Terminator 3 especially. Three. Is, Terminator 3, I'm going to say it. It's a bad movie. I but, like Creed. No, but it's a, it's a bad movie. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not fun. a good movie. But the thing about Terminator 3 is that they fix their own paradox in that movie, mm-hmm. right? Because throughout Terminator 1 and Terminator 2, you're like, she's gone back in time and stopped the apocalypse, but robots keep coming back, and you're just yeah. like, that's impossible then. But the thing is, Terminator 3, they're like, We've, we're going to stop the apocalypse. But you're like, no, this isn't happening right now. This is yeah. why robots keep coming back. So I was like, you know what? You have redeemed yourself. I like this movie. It's fine. And there's a great chase with it with a crane. Yes. <laughs> a truck with a crane on it. <laughs> well, it was like a, was it like a, it was a fire truck and a crane truck, right? I think so. And there's a limo, uh, no, sorry, a Hearst uh, At some chase point. Yeah, there's, some, there's some weird chase scenes in it. Yeah. Because they also have like a, like a, um, like a vet truck or something. Because she works at like an animal yeah. shelter. She's yeah, like, I think yeah. That's, I think that's what the the crane is chasing, or maybe the hearse. Something like. That. <laughs> <laughs> and don't doesn't she have like a the Terminator have like a she steals like a fancy sports car at one point or something? I don't know. There's yeah, it's, 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 it's a female Terminator. That's right. Yeah, there's um, a whole lot of uh, crazy vehicles in that movie. And not to get too off topic, but uh, I watched uh, Dark Fate this week, and I actually I, I know you didn't like it. I, I liked it more Wait. than the last one. Which the one with um, Mackenzie Davis and... Um, oh, yes. And no, I didn't like that one. What's her name? Oh, my God. Sarah Connor. Uh, uh, Linda, Ham- Linda Hamilton. Yeah. I, 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 I thought it was a great like first hour. Um, the stuff with the military is kind of stupid with the big the cargo plane, and that's just too over the top. And why is the military helping helping Sarah Connor? doesn't make any sense. And then the fight in the dam was, wasn't bad. The fight in the dam? That's how it ends at the dam. Is it? I don't know. I really put that movie out of my head because I really didn't like it. I'm sorry. I remember very small aspects of the movie. Like, I like the fact that they sent someone back in time who was, like, you know, genetically and physically enhanced and stuff to protect this new, Mm -hmm. you know, Latina girl or whatever. Um, And, like, the family. Mm -hmm. But then, like, there's the whole uh, Terminator family thing going on. And I don't know. Maybe it was just, like, a weird pacing thing. Maybe I yeah. just didn't, I didn't like the story they put together. Like it just mm. didn't, it didn't really work. And then I just thought it was really funny, especially the last scene of the movie where what happens in the last scene, they go to like a park or something and the girl walks away with the yeah. girl and they get into like a Jeep and drive off. But the girl that she was, she's so tiny and she gets into the driver's seat and she needs like a booster seat in it, and it's just really funny looking to me, and I just really laughed at it. Well, um, I think they, I think they threw that in because in at least two other movies, you see a like a playground explode. That's true. Yes. So um, my guess was they, they put that in, like you know, it's a kind of it's a nice happy ending. No, no children were incinerated. <laughs> yeah, but that happened in Genesis. Genesis was a relatively happy ending. Is they that saved- the one with uh, D- Daenerys? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, that one I hated. I, I couldn't stand that. I, so yeah, we're off thought- here. Personally, I thought that movie was just fine. Ugh, I didn't hate it. it. I I understood what was happening. I understood why they did certain things in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually kind of liked the fact that, 
that um, Skynet was just an AI that infected everybody's computer because guess what? That's what we're all doing. I mean, we all know Skynet is Google. We know this. Right? <laughs> yeah. We figured this out. Or Huawei. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And uh, I think all that's happening right now is, is like with the Matrix. You know, it's, it's the Matrix and Terminator are coming together as one. Mm -hmm. um, and all of this whole, like all of these things, it's, it's going to be Terminator first and then it's going to turn into the Matrix. Or has, or has it already? Oh. oh. <laughs> they break in the simulation. Uh, yes, if I magically glitch, <laughs> you'll know the real answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a zoom right now no it's not exactly yeah. they're, they're monitoring us it's okay <laughs> anyway sorry back to Donnie Darko <laughs> yes back to Donnie Darko um I liked the movie oh I, I do too I, I, I've always liked this movie I, sorry I probably love I probably love it mm -hmm. I think I love this movie yeah it's one of those like it's a first of all like we were saying it's a hard to explain movie Mm -hmm. um, that has a very odd cast in it yeah. that has to do with time travel slash parallel universes. And there's a giant guy in a bunny, bunny suit. <laughs> Good old Frank the bunny. One thing I never put together was, so uh, a few years ago, I was listening to um, uh, the Vlog Brothers and uh, John Green did an episode on a movie that changed his life. And the movie for him was the movie Harvey. Do you know what the movie Harvey is? Uh, the, the one based on Harvey Milk? No, that movie is called Milk. It's called Milk, you're right. I'm mixing up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, can you explain Harvey? It doesn't ring a bell. Harvey is a movie from the 1950s. Um, it starts uh, Jimmy Stewart. Okay. And he's a man who has an imaginary friend who is a giant bunny rabbit. All right. Now, in the movie, you never see this rabbit. You you just have to listen to Jimmy Stewart talk about him, whatever, and people around him think he's crazy. And it's and it sort of also talks about it's pretty much about like you know not being yourself and not accepting other people's views of things, even though what's real to you may not be real to someone else. And mm -hmm. it's also kind of an indictment on the uh, mental care system of the time period, which was horrible, uh, based not on just movie, if you read the history of, oh, yeah. uh, of mental health care. There was some lobotomies back then. Yeah, and I was just and shock, like... shock therapy. And yeah, and it's, and it's really, really horrendous, right? Um, but watching this, so since I watched that, I finally got to watch Harvey maybe like a year ago or whatever. And mm -hmm. I understood what, what John Green was saying about it. It did not change my life the way it changed his, for sure. But I got what he was saying. And it was a really good movie. But now watching Donnie Darko, I was like, this is sort of a version of Harvey. Okay. With a sci-fi element added to it. If you know what I mean. Like, cause they, um. they... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry, don't, go on. I, no, I, no I, don't, I don't see the connection. No, because, so within it, first of all, Six <clears throat> Foot Bunnies. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're both about sort of believing in yourself and believing your own reality and figuring things out for yourself instead mm -hmm. of trying to fit in with other people. Okay. Um, because one of the things with both Donnie Darker and both Harvey is people are just like, why can't you be normal? Like, his parents want him to be normal. Like, he, he clearly has very severe mental issues. I'm not saying no. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing about Donnie 
is that he is very smart and he thinks about things in a slightly different way. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand how to handle his own emotions. I get that. But people want him to be, quote unquote, just normal. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's the thing with Harvey as well. And I have a feeling maybe that, like, Harvey was the inspiration as to why this character that Donnie was seeing was a rabbit. Ah, see, I, I thought it would, would have been Alice in Wonderland. Because oh. follow the bunny down the rabbit hole, see, and you're in a different world. So yeah. in this case, you're in a parallel universe. I, I, I have to say, I disagree with the whole parallel universe thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a, a time loop thing. Okay. Again, I get this because of the content that was showed on screen in the director's yeah. cuts. Um, because if you read what it says and it explains exactly what Frank is and you're just like, oh, it's just sort of like an echo from something that's about to happen. Gotcha. That's come back and like these certain entities uh, stick with you because that's why he sees certain people and certain things at certain times in certain ways. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, that, that clears up so much. Okay. <laughs> I, should, I should watch the director's cut. Yeah. But yeah, but that's, that's just my impression of it. Because, like, I, I mean, you thought more whimsical. I thought more mm-hmm. sort of dastardly. And I think that's why I thought Harvey instead of Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Yeah, I never heard of Harvey before. Yeah, it's a it sounds on my alley, but it's, it's black and white, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a black and white movie. You actually yeah, never, yeah. the thing about the movie, too, Harvey, is that you actually never see the rabbit. Right? Yeah. You, don't, you don't see the rabbit. The only indication that this quote-unquote rabbit exists is at the end of the movie, he is, he's walking away. And it's clearly a point where I think in a modern movie, you'd see like the, the bunny manifest and put your, his arm, like it'd be like Waving a goodbye. <laughs> yeah, or something. Whereas yeah. it's Harvey. He's, uh, Harvey is talking to, what is, what is his name in it? His name is Elwood in this movie. Okay. Uh, sorry, Jimmy Stewart. Um, and the rabbit's name is Harvey. Yeah. That needs to be clarified. Um, but like they're, they're leaving this mental institution together and the gate in front of, of Elwood opens by itself and they mm-hmm. walk through and he's like, thank you, Harvey, blah, blah, blah. And they kind of like walk off into the sunset. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, at the end, you're just like, oh, the bunny's going to appear. And then the credits start to roll. And you're like, he doesn't appear. This is amazing. Like it makes, I think it makes a really big, huh. you know, when subtle things make a really big difference in how a movie is, is taken or mm-hmm. perceived that that's what that does. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there, there are a ton of bunny references throughout this whole, like even um, one of the books uh, Drew Barrymore mentions is um, it's about bunnies. Uh, the Watership I, Down. I, I, yeah, that one. Yeah. And then throughout the house, sometimes you see Donnie sitting there and there's a bunny behind him. Or there's just, it's just littered throughout the movie. Really? Yeah. The, I, I mean, I got the Watership Down thing. Um, it's a book I was, I know a lot of people have to read that book in like high school and stuff, but I never, yeah, never had to. It. And the animation, like that cartoon movie is one that's been out for a very long time and is actually quite popular. But it's also not a movie I've ever wanted to watch or look at because it seems so... You, you know, the thing is about, like, animation in the 80s is that they were heart-wrenching, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
shit like Five O Goes West and not Five O Goes West. Um, uh, an American one. Tale. An American Tale. Oh my there are God, no so... cats in America, and the streets are made of cheese. <laughs> exactly. And uh, <laughs> there's so something I haven't seen in a long time. Oh, great. Uh, even things like the Brave Little Toaster and stuff. You want to talk about? <laughs> you want to talk? People talk about Toy Story making you cry about inanimate yeah. objects. Talk about the Brave Little Toaster. Thank you very much. Or I didn't cry in Toy Story till the third one, I think. Yeah, when they're apparently going into the furnace. Uh, no, it was when um, uh, what's Andy gives away uh, um, uh, all his toys to his little, the little neighbor girl. Yeah, I just started bawling. That <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> got me. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, like that see that one and like the part of them going to the furnace made a lot of grown men cry. Well, see, I the don't. furnace didn't make me cry. I was just like. Oh my God, are they going to kill? Like, like I, I forgot for a second I'm watching a Pixar Disney movie and of course it's not going to burn alive. Yeah. But, but the movie was so good that I, 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 for a second I thought it might actually happen. Yeah. So, so for me, I was like, wow, this, this is a really good movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm horrible because that, the Toy Story movies are one of the few Pixar movies that I really don't like. Huh, I even um, like four. I hate, I hate the characters. And the furnace scene, I was like, yeah, I guess they're going to die now because nobody needs Good. those toys anymore. Good riddance, toys. Well, I'd rather be burned alive than lay in the ground for eternity. Oh, yeah. No, it's, that'd be horrible. The whole toys yeah. universe is kind of messed up. If if all inanimate objects are, um, especially plastic ones that mm. can't disintegrate, are alive, we're, we're just torturing trillions of little toys. Anyways. Yeah, recycle your toys or else they're going to line the ground yes. for 600 years <laughs> before they decay. Yeah. Oh, that would suck. They're not like us who could just like walk around freely every day yeah. and lose it. Same with the Cars universe. Um, I always love bringing this up. Uh, in, one, in one of the Cars movies, they show World War II. Yeah. And then you have the German cars versus the American cars. Yeah. So, like, what are they doing to the Jewish cars? Like, what? <laughs> They don't really, anyways, it just it brings up a whole can of worms that they were. I know that people well, are thinking too hard about it. Because there's even um, a car pope, which means they had a car Jesus as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's that whole theory. <laughs> there's also the theory of just like how, why are there buildings and houses mm -hmm. in the car universe? Like they're not using the house; they're in the garage. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. You're just like, this is a pointless world. What are you guys What doing? happened before Henry Ford came along? Like, I mean, Henry Ford just created life. That's all you need to know. <laughs> well, so there's their God. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what it was. Like, so humans did exist, right? Henry mm. Ford came along and they made cars, but then cars became sentient. And then something happened and all of the humans and like animals died. And they were left sort of in like this, these ruins of a society and they just took on the roles of that society. Yeah. But right. they, would have, they would have had to die a while ago because during World War II, I don't think you see, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but I, don't, I think it's just the cars fighting each other. Yeah, maybe. I think it's, I, it's very strange. I think I watched the first Cars movie. Yeah, it wasn't good. I don't good. think I've watched anything else. It wasn't. This is just to sell toys. This is cool. yeah. Like I, I like I like I like a lot of stuff like that, but this is just yeah. It was just like not a very well thought out world or idea or anything. Yeah. And it I wonder if there's Darko action figures. Oh, probably. There's <laughs> there's action figures for everything. There must be a Frank for sure. Oh yeah, Donnie right. Darko. <laughs> You're looking at looking it up. Figures, yeah. Buy me one too. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all Frank. 
Yeah. Um, oh no! And then there's also a Donnie Darko in his Halloween costume. But what is it? Just just the hoodie and um his skeleton. Yeah, the, the skeleton onesie. In okay. The yeah. I was like, come on, Donnie, you can do better than this. But Donnie doesn't care. That's that's the whole <sighs> point. That's the whole point. You gotta know this. But he likes stuff like Evil Dead. Why? why like, and, and you see in the movie, why not go as a demon or just put a little effort into it? No. Ugh. Oh, I, I had a question for you. Yeah. Do you own the last temp- last temptation of Christ? No. I was like, damn, because if you did, then there'd be three movies from your podcast in one movie. Because <laughs> Evil Dead, Donnie Darko, and and Last Tem- Last Temptation. I don't understand. When he leaves the theater, you see Evil Dead, and then below it, it says Last Temptation of Christ playing after. Really? Yeah. Wow. I did not. It's one of the many God that. references. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did not like, realize that. It's there for, oh, sorry, I should have prefaced why him bringing up that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's right below Evil Dead on the, um, what do you call it? The, the marquee? The marquee, thank you. Yeah, yeah. that's hilarious. I didn't, uh, that, okay, yeah. sure. I'm, I'm assuming it's true. It's fine. I did not pick up on that at all. I was like, where are you going with this? What are you talking about? <laughs> I've never seen the movie. I, I just, uh, yeah. Isn't that the one where um, Willem Dafoe plays Jesus? I don't really know. I, I'm pretty. I, I and I'm pretty sure that movie had been lambasted a lot in in like the news and thing and yeah. Christian society and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but um, I gotta give him props uh, for Evil Dead. They they when they um when they go into the theater and when he gets back, it's about an hour and a half. <laughs> so just but should like, give enough time to burn down the house. It's it is, isn't it? Yeah. Even, even even when he's talking with Frank, which is I don't know five ten minutes long, mm-hmm. and you see a scene. You know, because we've done Evil Dead, and it's, I've seen the movie a thousand times. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It could be about this scene by now. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's... It, it also depends how far that guy's house is from where they are. True, true. Because uh, he's got to walk there, burn it down, walk back. Nobody can see him. And then he yeah. sits down, you know, quietly. Also, why was that movie theater empty? That makes no and, sense to me. And why did she fall asleep immediately? Like, she must have fallen asleep during the trailers. But she could have been just tired. I guess, but... So, hold on. Willem Dafoe is Jesus. Harvey okay. Keitel is Judas. What? <laughs> um, the movie did come out in 1988, and it is a Martin Scorsese movie. Wait, Scorsese directed it? Yep. Wow. Funny that it's all white men playing a... <laughs> right? Yeah. Barbara Hershey is Mary Magdalene. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That they is... should all be very tanned, <laughs> being from the Middle East and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they say we don't have a colorist issue in movies. Yeah. Sure. You're talking about it. <laughs> we don't whitewash everything. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's hilarious. Anyways. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think he has enough time to burn down that house in that hour and a half. I don't see anything so, wrong with it. So I, um, because none of this never doesn't happen, now Patrick, Stu- uh, Patrick Swayze can go on with his child kitty porn dungeon. He can. Yeah. There's a few uh, things that aren't going to happen now. Uh, his sister's not going to make it to the uh, Ed McMahon. <laughs> no, she can still do it. No, because like, she's going to be so devastated. They won't dance as well. They're never going to make it. Oh, well, maybe. Okay. It was Star Search. <laughs> Star Search. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Ed McMahon. Um, it's Ed McMahon, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's true. Or maybe what she can think to herself is, you know what? I'm going to do this just for Donnie. I'm going to make it. <laughs> so, you know, that could mean like they, they win it all. Yeah. You know, yeah true, true. But at least like, 
there's like two people who end up living. Yeah. Oh, Donnie should not have shot Frank. There's no, it's not Frank's fault at all. I, I guess he's driving a little bit too fast down an unlit road, but, but why, he, he's right. Why are they standing in the middle of the street? Like, it, it's actually the bully's fault that she dies, I think. Yeah, but the bully's not there, and he's the one who ran over his girlfriend. I know, but you should find the bully and shoot him. Yeah, but that's but that's the whole point. It's it's a it's a crime of passion, and I think that's yeah, I, I one of the reasons why Frank is the character that ends up haunting him before that point. Yeah, is because he he's a lost soul technically because he was the one who was wrongly killed, and technically he's also haunting Donnie for this horrible thing he hasn't done yet. Yeah. But we all know that Donnie's impetuous and does stuff because doesn't he say in the movie that what did he he somebody with a abandoned house, right? Yeah, he did something. Somebody died, uh, and he's been on medication. Wait, I don't think anyone died. I think someone died. Did I miss that? I thought he was like goofing around in a house and burned it down or something. Yeah, and there's like a like there was a squatter, like a homeless person in there, if I remember correctly. Killed somebody? I think so. Oh. Okay, I, I missed that. I think that's what, that that was the whole thing. Because it, it, it it's a scene where he's telling uh he's me he's walking Jenna Malone home, and he tells her yeah like I had stuff in my past but I'm all better now. <laughs> yeah, and he kept trying to not really talk about it. Yeah, but, kind of open. but that's when I first realized that the other bully is Seth Rogen, and it blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, I saw him in the. There was a scene before that that they show him in like the background. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah, no, I didn't clue until they were outside smoking. So I'm trying to look up what Donnie's history is, if possible. Okay. Because I'm pretty, yeah, like, I, I'm pretty sure he, like, burned down the house and then he killed somebody. Yeah, I never got the squatter part. Did you figure it out? No. Oh. So, but I did find out all the terminology. Oh. So Donnie Darko is something called the living receiver. Okay. So he is a chosen chosen person um, to move through the tangent universe, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the manipulated dead, who is Frank. Yeah, he is somebody who the living receiver, who's connected to the living receiver, who dies in the tangent universe. Okay, so that's Frank. So isn't the tangent universe a parallel universe? So it says tangent universe. It states that, okay, so this is based on uh, philosophy of time travel, which is the book Grandma Death has or, or has written, right? Yeah. And so that one states that time is usually a stable construct, but every now and then the fourth dimension gets corrupted, which is okay. time. So the fourth dimension is time, is one thing you have to realize. And when this happens, it creates a tangent universe which is highly unstable and will only last a few weeks before it collapses upon itself. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's not really a, it's not a really universe. It's just a different timeline that gets created that falls apart. Okay. But why was it created in the first place? No, hold on. I'm reading, <laughs> I'm reading more now. Cause, cause like, like I think everything after he wakes up from the first day is a tangent universe. Yeah. But it then- has to do with the artifact, which is the, uh, the, the jet engine. Yeah. yeah. So according to that, uh, the artifact will spontaneously appear. The artifact is a first sign of evidence of a tangent universe has been created. Okay. It's very confusing. It just says every now and then the fourth dimension is corrupted. 
So it's just a, a part of something. Okay. It just, it's like a mutation in the timeline. Let's put it that way. I don't okay. Know. There's so much slot put in this movie by the writer-director. Um, I, I can't remember his name. But he made the movie The Box after this, which wasn't that good. And then he made Southland Tales, which is one of the worst movies ever made. Southland Tales is a very weird movie. I hated it. I watched it for a bad movie podcast, and it's awful. I don't think it's one of the worst it. movies ever made. It doesn't. I did make not any get sense. it at all. I didn't. I couldn't find any joy in it, like even to make fun of it. I found joy in making fun of that movie. <laughs> it's it's just it's such a it's just a weird movie. Yeah. Because Southland Tales is I know what movie that is. That's the one that's got like oh my god. The rocks in it. There's, there's a ton of great actors in it. Yeah, he wrote and yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. it is this movie that I'm thinking of. Okay, I am thinking of the right movie. Yeah, I I did only see it once, and this was like a year after it was released. So mm-hmm. I'm probably not the best person to talk about it at this point. But at the same time, I remember being like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" But at the same time, huh? Yeah, I, I had none of that. Like, I, I just because I, I don't understand how you make something so good and then just I don't know, can't replicate it again. Yeah, but also it might have to do with the fact that he just... I find a lot of writers and directors and their first movie comes out and it's so, so good. It's because they've spent 15 years making it. True. Compared to their next movie, they've got like a year to pump out a script, an idea, and get it out there. And then all of a sudden you're like, shit falls apart really quickly. I also wonder if this is a case where like he just had a really good editor. Like a, like a George Lucas, like, not, sorry, like, like Star Wars was a mess. And then oh, his yeah. wife came in and just put in the music, you know, fixed everything up. And no one knows her name. <laughs> I mean, not no one, but everyone knows George Lucas, but she saved the first, uh, the, well, episode four. Oh, yeah. No, every, everybody knows that. Because apparently the, is so the, important. the first cut of that movie was absolute trash. And people were just like, we're not releasing this movie. And they recut yeah. the whole thing. So I wonder if that's a case here. It might be. Because you, you, be you throw in three or four good songs throughout them, because the soundtrack's amazing. Mm-hmm. And those scenes, like the when the first first scene at the high school is great. I, I forget what song it is, but I know I love that song. Yeah, I wrote down a couple of the songs. Cause there's, the Notorious um, song during the dance, the kids. The, yeah, the, that started, that came on. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to dance to Biggie? And I was like, yeah. no, 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 it's the original. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't until this, yeah, it wasn't until this movie I realized the Biggie remixed uh, it. <laughs> oh, like the thing is, is like most of most hip hop, actually, almost all hip hop. I'm not like, yeah, almost all hip hop is based on sampling yeah. music, right? Oh, I love dance music. Same thing. I, exactly. Well, no, not no, not necessarily. It depends on what type of dance music you like. Yeah, but like all, especially popular hip hop, is all sampling and it's just about taking stuff that people are used to and using it in a completely completely different way so mm-hmm. when people start to be like oh mashups are the new thing i'm like hip-hop's been doing mashups since the fuck ever you know like yeah. what are you talking about that's like that's what they do because hip-hop came out of djing and djing is based on making music out of music that already exists that's the that's the whole point of it right yeah um and that's what was done. So when people are just like, oh my God, I didn't realize this sampled this. I'm like, yeah, everything samples something. Just, <laughs> just to let you know, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I was pretty entertained by that part. Um, yeah. 
And then they have the Never Tear Us Apart by NXS in there. That is that, is that the high school? Uh, the when you first then they first go to the high school. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that shot. Like you see the back of the bus and the camera's tilted. It turns Johnny. Sorry, Donnie jumps out of the back of the, the back door, which is so cool. <laughs> Only cool kids can do that. I know, yeah, right? For emergencies only, stupid school. <laughs> <laughs> and if we if we did that on our school bus, the alarm would just go off for oh, like yeah. twenty minutes. You'd be like, "What the fuck did you do?" Yeah, the whole thing. It'd be a whole the, thing. That whole that whole that whole shot's great. It just you know, it's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do really like this movie. Yeah, I've, I actually forgot how good this movie was. I yeah. actually uh, one of the scenes I actually really enjoyed was the part where he's out with his friends and they're shooting like a BB gun and his friends are having Smurfs. a discussion about like the Smurfs lore yeah. and then he comes back he's like no this is the lore what are you even arguing about yeah. I was like you know what that what he said is actually yeah he disproves their gangbang theory of, <laughs> of Papa Smurf filming a gangbang of Smurfette. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now here comes listener discretionary advised. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's uh, like it's true. Everybody knows that Gargamel made Smurfette and blah blah blah. They even brought that back in the last Smurf movie that came yeah. out, which See, was, I only, was so bad. Yeah, I only know that because of this movie. I, mean, I watched the Smurfs as a kid, but I don't remember any of the Smurf lore. Well, no, no kid remembers any lore from any show no. they watch as a kid. I know the amount. I don't even like. I used to love Rainbow Bright, for example. I know. I have no idea. What is Rainbow Bright? What was her superpower? What was she doing? I have yeah. no idea. All I knew is she was a colorful girl and she used to run around and there were rainbows. That's all yeah. I remember. I remember so little of He-Man, for example. Yeah. So little of it. <laughs> I can um, name He-Man, She-Ra, and Orko. Or- 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 I say I'm fairly confused. Really not Man-at-Arms? No, no. And, uh... It was the old man, whatever his uh, name was. Tila. Which old man? Wasn't there an old man in He-Man? Are you talking about Man at Arms? No. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Who's the father of Tila? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, you got sure, uh, sure. <laughs> Wily Cat, who turns into uh, Cringer, who turns into Wy- No, not no. Wily Cat is is Thundercats. Oh my god, I'm getting yeah. mixed up. For me, the I one that stuck was Ninja Turtles. I remember a lot of that for some oh, reason. Yeah. Maybe because I was just at the right age with it, and I watched so much of it. Mm-hmm. It just you know it stuck on my brain. That one I get too. The thing that blows my mind about they change one very fundamental thing between the cartoon and the movie. And I really <laughs> should find the comic book that explains this because I want to know which one is the true origin. Okay. Because in the movie, Splinter is a rat who gets turned into a humanoid rat. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the cartoon, Splinter is human who gets the ooze on him and then turns part rat. Which movie? Do you mean the very first one, like when we were kids? Like the, yeah, not the, not the, yeah, not the no. Michael Bay ones. No, not that. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sure. I didn't I, think so, but <laughs> I actively have not watched either of those movies. I, mean, I refuse to ruin my childhood now. It's not acceptable. <laughs> Michael Bay can't ruin your childhood. I watched Transformers. Yes, he can. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the the one thing from from uh, uh, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that I've always been like, which one's the true origin? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I never read the comics, so. That's the thing, right? I have one comic book somewhere, but it's actually like volume four, so the origin is in there. Mm-hmm. But the comic books are so much darker. Yeah, and the black and white, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's Kevin Eastman, and he 
he's one of the uh, original creators of like heavy metal and stuff. Like, oh, when they they turned the like Teenage Mutant Ninja into a cartoon, people were just like, "What are you talking about? This is really dark. It's crazy. It's not for kids. It's for kids." <laughs> and they made it for kids, but that that happens, right? And so he made a buttload of money. I, I don't think he made that much money off of it, honestly. No. Not as much as you would think, I should say. Oh, um, uh, DC or uh, it wasn't. I know it wasn't Marvel. Whoever owned them probably made the money. I don't no, it wasn't know. even DC. It was. It was a no, smaller. No, it was a smaller. Vertigo? Or IDW. I want to say on, but IDW. Yeah. But yeah, this, the the Smurfette scene is very very funny. I remember quoting it. I remember, I don't know if it was me or a friend, but someone had saw this movie before the other person. And then yeah. I remember them bringing up the Smurfette talk, and I guess we're like twenty, just trying to you know look all cool, and they're like, yeah, you're <laughs> I know what you're doing after I saw the movie. Yeah. Oh, it was put up by uh, Mirage. Then Mirage, it was yeah. Dreamwave, and then it was IDW. Okay. It's currently IDW. I think that's why I'm <clears> getting it confused. Are, are the comics still super dark? No, they're like kids' comics as far as I'm concerned. But I also haven't tried to read any of them in a really yeah. long So I don't know. <laughs> um, but like the original... So it was created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird mm-hmm. in 1984 was the original. Look at that. Information about reptiles. What a... <laughs> Rough topic again. <laughs> <laughs> That's our MO. <laughs> I know. I know. It's horrible. Um, I, I racked my brain. I could not think of any actor in here from Star Trek. That was Star Galactica, but not Star Trek. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, Chrissy. I know. I know. I've been horrible. Actually, the last couple of episodes, I've been horrible with that. I haven't, I haven't sat there and thought about it. Which is Doom has a ton, so we'll be fine. Ridiculous there. of me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, Carl Urban's in Doom. Like, you can't go wrong with that. So, so uh, yeah, The Rock's in Star Trek. The too. Rock, yeah, in Voyager. Yeah. Uh, he beats the shit out of uh, Seven and Nine. That's, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> She's making um, a lot of appearances in this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she time traveled and she beat up space, space wrestler The Rock. That's true. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Uh, let me let me look at the list of names in Donnie. Darko. Yeah. I couldn't. I didn't recognize the dad. I don't think Maggie Gyllenhaal's been in it. Oh, we didn't even mention her really. Oh, I like for years I didn't know they were actually brother and sister. Oh yeah, me neither. And me then either. when I found out, I was like, "What the shit? That's crazy!" But also, <laughs> it made so much more sense because especially the scene at the table where just like he's like, you know, why don't you? Why don't, don't be such a fuck ass. Yeah. That part was hilarious, but I was like, that makes so much more sense as to why it seems so <laughs> real and actually plausible. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh my God. I wonder why that happened. I I don't know. I have no clue. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be surprised if they just went out for auditions and they're like, you guys look kind of alike. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, do, do um, Jake and, and, and Maggie have famous, Hollywood parents. I don't aren't know they, any. Aren't they related to famous people? Probably. There's so much nepotism in Hollywood. Apparently, Naomi Fawner is a producer, screenwriter, and Steph Stephen Gyllenhaal is a director. So yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. That's why. <laughs> now they're both great actors. Like I like them both a lot. Oh, the, his godmother is Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they they're connected to a few famous people. That's yeah. Fine. But they're like it's, one oh, of the few people where I'm just like, you know what? I'm fine with this because you guys are good at what you do. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I don't know. It, I, I really hate nepotism, but it's bound to happen <laughs> in almost right. any industry. So, sorry, I found one. Oh. oh so, sure. the father... Okay. I cheated. I cheated. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the father was in Star Trek Enterprise. As as what? Enol, an Enolian officer. Oh, I remember now. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's an Enolian? Enolian. Enolian. I don't know. Oh, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. <laughs> Very visual for a podcast. I know. Don't worry. I'm going to put post. Describe the alien, please. Um, it looks like he's in a wind tunnel and his cheeks and stuff are rippled. Okay. Oh, oh, are Nolians like, do you remember the, are they the ones who look after junkyards and they're good at that game with your fingers? I want to see. You know what I'm talking about? An Anolian plays against Data, um, the mind, the game, and then Data just brings him to a draw and he gets all frustrated. Oh, I know what episode you're talking about, but. Is that Alien and Anolian? I don't think that it's that. They have super wrinkly face and Yeah, no, this guy looks yeah, but that guy also has like weird pale skin and there's like weird pock marks on his forehead yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. this is much more normal looking than that. It literally okay. looks like a guy who's in a wind tunnel. And you know, like when their cheeks ripple, mm-hmm. that's what it looks like. When I get to Enterprise like in a couple years, I'll be like, Oh, the Donnie Darko Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text you immediately. <laughs> You're like, I found him. He's here. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would like. Actually, wouldn't be surprised if the mom may have been in one because I know she was in Battlestar Galactica. I get it, <laughs> but I would not be surprised if she was in Star Trek as well. Oh yeah, I, I don't. I think I would. That one, I think I would know unless it was like Enterprise or Voyager later seasons because um, I know her so well. It, it's Rosalind something in Battlestar. And she's so good. President Laura Roslin. Laura Roslin. Oh, Roslin's last name. Okay, Laura Roslin. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, no, she wasn't. That's fine. Right. It's all Battlestar Galactica. All right, we got the dad. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We made it. <laughs> Star Trek corner over until Doom. <laughs> and like this James Duvall guy, he looks very familiar. Like, I feel like I should know him from something. Who's James Duvall? He's the guy who played Frank. You only see his face for like two seconds. Oh God! I looked him up. He has like over a hundred credits. Yeah, he's got one hundred forty-three credits. He's been in so many things. So I, I didn't really go through it too deep. I wonder if he does voice acting or he's cut his hair so he looks different now. Well, for the known of on IMDb, it's Donnie Darko, Gone in sixty seconds, Independence mm-hmm. Day, and something called <gasps> May. Independence. Day. Oh my God! Yes. Okay. Independence Day. He's one of the kids. He's one of Randy um, uh, Quaid's uh, kids in the RV. Oh my god! Yeah, he's oh. by the hair, right? His long ass hair. And, yes. And he's in May. Yeah. May's a great horror movie, uh, but I've never seen it. I have no idea. No, he's a, oh. he's a guy named Blank. Okay, she probably kills him and turns him into a doll. That's what the premise of the movie is, essentially. She kills oh, so a bunch it's... of people and then combines them into her friend for her to have. It's it's a really fucked up movie. That sounds fucked up. <laughs> yes. You know, I oh love Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he was definitely not in Star Trek. No. Fine. I think I would have remembered Patrick Swayze being in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Drew Barrymore. What's, your, what's, what's the science teacher's name? Well, I, it's Noah Wiley. Noah Wiley. Why do I know him? He was in ER. He's Dr. Yeah. Carter in ER. Okay. Um, 
I actually, I'm pretty sure I saw that movie, like Donnie Darker for the first time because I was like, oh my God, it's Dr. Carter from ER. I should watch that movie. <laughs> um, and then I watched it because of that. Mm. Yeah, and, I never watched uh, ER. Oh, fucking loved ER. Jeez. I generally don't like medical dramas. Well, you're missing out because you need to know what hematomas are. You gotta yell <laughs> stat every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the thing is with ER, I guess with, like, any show, when it's coming to an end, the, the seasons get kind of crappy and get a little outlandish. And that really did happen with ER. But that last season of ER was fucking killer. I remember going, oh, where was all this writing for the last three seasons? And it fucking killed the ending. It was amazing. It was such a good show. So you watched the whole series? Um, I think I started watching, I was too young at first. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I started watching like season three or four. I never originally watched like the first, first seasons of the movie. Um, and the, uh, the show, sorry. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, and then I was hooked. Huh. I'm pretty sure it was like, the first like proper like adult program I was into quote unquote Ooh, like not adult as an x-rated adult as in no, I know. yeah that well, are might be. would x-files count does star trek count i don't think that's adult I guess, maybe i don't well because yeah. then if, if i start doing that then definitely well x-files came would have come out the year before because yeah. er is 94 to 2009 because I definitely watched the first season of X-Files. I remember like... Oh, I, I also did. I started watching on episode three. Yeah, so that might be my first adult show that I was really, really into. So maybe I'll go with the X-Files, because the X-Files is the show I was obsessed with. Yeah, because I, um, I was 11 when it came out, and every Sunday I was so excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's a lie, because when the show first came out, it was always on Friday nights. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm mixing, mixing my days up. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it, it did. It, I think it moved to Sundays in its third season or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Friday nights were the dumping ground for things you thought were going to fail. Uh, and if it succeeded there, then it was moved to Sundays because Sunday was like, because the, the whole thing was audiences, Fridays were going out nights. So you didn't have mm-hmm. an actual audience, right? Yeah. Whereas Sunday were family nights. So Sunday was the night where everybody was home, everybody was in front of TV. And that's the point in time you want to get people to like watch a show. Mm-hmm. And the other day and the other day was Thursday. So it was like Thursday and Sunday were like fucking A nights. Um, <laughs> Friday, it was like Friday and Monday were dumping grounds for garbage. Yeah. And I think Tuesday and Wednesday were a, like a mixed bag because it was like the middle of the week. Yeah. I'm glad those days are done. Yeah, like you can get anything, anytime, anywhere, and you're like, yes, yeah, it's amazing. Wait, why, why, why am I looking at ER again? Oh, I was looking at dates. Sorry, yes. You're just looking at Noah <laughs> Wiley, aren't you? Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Dr. Carter. Oh, and your scrubs. Uh, <laughs> no, that, like he was just, the thing is, ER, when the show first started, he was the main character. Like the whole show starts because of him, right? Yeah. So, like, it starts on his first day of being a resident at the hospital. And then from there, you meet, oh, I didn't know that. You meet the other, you know, you meet Dr. Green and, and all that kind of stuff. You meet what all was the Clooney's people. name? Um, Dr. Hottie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What was Clooney's name? Holy shit. I'm forgetting all of these things. Oh, I've been watching years. Well, Dr. Green was, was Goose from Top Gun. Uh, um, oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Anthony Edwards, that's his yep. name. 
and oh my god, why is he so slow on this list? George Clooney, he's Dr. Ross. Ross, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, any of that. Wait, I just thought of what my actual first adult show it would have been. What? Uh, cheers. Probably Cheers. Really? You think a sitcom is considered an adult? Yeah, but like, I was like 10 watching a show about adults in a bar. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You know. I, for some reason, I don't consider a sitcom to be... You don't think so? No. I don't know. There's not really that much like... But I was definitely watching before I understood what most of the jokes were about. Like, I was like, haha, Woody's dumb and... But, you know, I, I probably... Sam's having sex with every woman left, right, and center, but uh, I, I, I definitely didn't understand the the stuff with him and Diane and yeah, but then, but you can also say that about like Animaniacs because I, if I, you rewatch some of those episodes, you're just like, I missed so much as a child. Yeah. 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 You know, so that that was targeted for children. It was targeted for children, but there's a lot of content in that that is definitely for adults. Oh, you know what? Now I think about it too. (laughs) Sorry. I thought (laughs) doing this, but, but there's mash. I used to watch a lot of mash as a kid, like way too young for that. I did and, not watch a lot of MASH. And uh, a show not. called Tour of Duty, which is about the War of Vietnam. Because you're right, out with my grandparents. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I know. God. Oh, no, I'm so screwed up. I know. We watched a lot of... <laughs> I definitely watch a lot of cartoons. Yeah. Um, we did watch Cheers and, uh, like, Family Matters. Um, we did watch, like, Martin and Living Single and stuff, which was... I was probably... In Living Color? In Living Color, um of course like the simpsons um but like all of those are kind of like comedy sitcoms that can go over well like aren't so bad for kids but really have a lot of content that is not for children yeah yeah so i don't know i don't i don't even know where to draw that line like the the adult slash child mine's definitely tour duty because i watched that way too young with my grandparents but I, i always fall asleep during it well, see, because you were bored by it, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it was on late at night. It was on like nine o'clock, and I was—I don't know—six <laughs> or seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, my household has never been an early household, and like I, even from a very young age, I remember being up at like midnight. My parents yelling, "Why aren't you guys asleep?" Oh yeah. Because we we never really had like a bedtime. It was like when you're tired, you go to bed, unless it was a school night, and then you get yelled at if you're you're up and it's way too late. And you're going to be tired. Anymore. But. When I'm home for Christmas, the first night my mom and dad will stay up late, like midnight mm. or one, because I'm there. Like, um, yeah. I'm at home, you know. But uh, they still get up at four or four or five in the morning. So the next night, there's the next day, there's a long nap, and then they're not up as late. <laughs> so, all right, what's on Netflix? Let's, yeah, watch, watch, yeah. Watch usually Christmas watch. Day, I'm up. I'm up from nine to two in the morning. I can just watch whatever I want. Yeah, that's a good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Christmas Day in my my house is like, like I go over. I spend I spend Christmas Eve with my mom. We put up trees. Whatever we cook. Uh, we wake up early and then Christmas uh, yawn. Whatever. Open stuff. Shove food in our faces. Mm-hmm. Sleep for like four hours and then we wake up and do whatever else. It, there's yeah. always a nap in the middle of Christmas Day. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I do it too, but it's yeah. usually short. Sorry, why are we on Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Donnie Darko is all about Christmas. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, not Halloween. Not Halloween at all. Mm, what else? Actually, to, to be honest, a lot of the costumes were pretty lame, I thought. Like, I, know, I know they're teenagers, so yeah. I guess it's supposed to be. But I, I love in movies when the teenager costumes or, like, or, or the college kids' costumes are just so good. Like, there's no way they would have done that. It's, well, it's, it's, just, I, it's a costume designer think, going nuts. But. but I also think 
that's one of the reasons why this movie works better than some of those other movies because you're just like, no, no, no that's what a, a high school slash like a freshman at college would wear to a Halloween party. They're not yeah, spending yeah. two thousand dollars putting together an outfit. They're gonna grab some shit from their closet and be like, yeah, this is fine. And I could be wrong, but they all feel like they're high school kids. I like, think they're. Are, are they actually all thirty? I, I don't think they are, but. What do you mean? Like, like Don, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Jenna Malone. Oh, like their actual ages? They actually seem like they, they are around that age. Like, they're age-appropriate. Yes, I agree. I actually find yeah. everybody in there looks age-appropriate. Yeah, the bullies, um, Bully and Seth Rogen look a little bit um, older, but that's about it. Everyone well, else seems... Jake Gyllenhaal was born in 1980. This movie came out in 2001, so he was okay. 21 years old. Um, well, I mean, it could have been filmed a year or two before, too. So, yeah, he was... Yeah. I'll say 20. So that, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that's acceptable. Whereas, like, you know, you go back and watch old episodes of, like, um... No, no, uh, Yeah, and you're just like, we thought you guys were in high school. Oh, what Luke Perry, fuck? high school student. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Or that one girl who was, like, 35 or something. Yeah. And, or, no, uh, I, the most egregious example is Greece. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they're high school kids, but I think some of them are, most of them are in their 30s. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, what's the one? Oh, what's her name? What's, uh, Stalker uh, Channing, wasn't it? What's her character name? Vita? Rizzo? Vita. Rizzo? Rizzo, thank you. Rizzo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way, way too old. Yeah. Sorry, Rizzo. They all look very, like, like you, you kind of get lost in the movie and you get lost and you just accept the world for what it is. But yeah. I'm like, you look as old as your parents. I don't understand what I'm supposed to be, be doing here. <laughs> So yeah. it's it's all very weird. Yeah, I hear you. Um, any other any other thoughts on uh, Dar Donnie Darko? I don't think so. Um, just, I just really like the movie. Yeah, I really like the movie. Thank too. you for letting me watch it again. No problem. <laughs> it's a good been time. a long time. Oh, I, would, I don't. I I made a. Why did I make a comment on alliteration and comic? Alliteration. Uh, I'm assuming they mentioned something about comic books in the movie, and I, I was like. Remember. My note is there's a lot of alliteration in comic books, and I list off Peter Parker, J. Jonah Jameson, Bruce Banner, Susie Storm, Octo Octavius, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, Teen Titans, and I'm like, these are your notes for Donnie Darko? Yeah, they must have they must have mentioned some something somewhere. <clears throat> the only pop uh, culture thing I remember is the Smurfs thing. There must be uh, more. I mean, they go see Evil Dead, and yeah. Uh, but there's also a part with the gossiping and one of the girls, like, uh, remember when he floods the school mm -hmm. and somebody's like, oh my God, and there was feces everywhere. And some little girl's like, oh, what's, what's feces? Yeah. And the other girl's like, oh, it's baby mice. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty uh, great. <laughs> I, I laughed really hard at that one. Uh, I thought that was great. There's a lot um, of great things in this movie. Yeah. Um, I did think this scene where the girl first comes into class and uh, Drew Barrymore is like, <gasps> sit next to the boy you think is the cutest. I was like, what a what dick move. That's, that is a dick move. That is an <laughs> awful teacher. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Because it makes, first of all, it makes this new kid feel really uncomfortable, but then it also makes everybody else in the class feel bad if she, they're not chosen. She so also makes alienating everybody else. She also takes another girl's seat and Drew Barrymore's like, go sit over there. Like, we're, we're <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really so mean. Yeah, you're prioritizing someone else, you know, by whatever. It, it's kind of ridiculous. I see why she got fired. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I understand she was against the establishment and is trying to teach kids something a little bit different um, that's outside of their small little world. I get it. But at the same time, that was a little far. Didn't enjoy that part. But uh, but when she runs outside and yells, fuck, I was like, yeah, I I feel that pain. And then the angel is sitting there. (laughs) Yeah, she's sitting there watching. Yeah. She's just just there in a lot of weird scenes. Like, like, I'm like, why? Like, did you ever see the movie Magnolia? Yep. So do you remember the, the little black boy? Who's always yep. there? So he he is definitely an angel, like uh, uh, not allegory, but uh, he, he is an angel. I think I he's an angel sent by God. Personally, I don't think calling them angels is correct. Well, I think they are observers of the human condition, but from a higher power, right? Like Magnolia is definitely. No, no. A- I don't. I don't think it's of a higher power. I think in everybody's world. Mm-hmm. There is, there are people you do not realize is there, yeah. and people who watch, who just watch, people who see things, people who are around. But um, especially in Magnolia, every time he's in a scene, stuff gets triggered. Like um, that, not every scene. I, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but mm-hmm. I just remember last time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's like I know Angels, I mean, not the right word, but. Well, it's coming up in like two years. It's fine. Oh, good. <laughs> it is a great movie. <laughs> it is a good. It is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, I do. But yeah. So, so watching it this time, I uh, when I thought of Clarita, um, I should look her name up. Um, I was like, oh, I wonder if she's like similar to the kid in Magnolia. Now, because you'd be thinking too much into it. Her name is Sharita Chen. Sharita, not Clarita. Okay, thank yeah. you. I don't think Clarita's her name. Yeah, it's C H E R I T A. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I just I, I hadn't noticed her like I had this time watching it. Yeah, she's she's in interesting places for sure. Yeah, and I'm I'm probably calling her an angel because in the talent show she's like in wings and throwing, you know, um, white petals or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But so I but I it. think she's also the vehicle to, um, to show you know like um sheep go to heaven and goats go to hell kind of thing. Um, Sorry, what? What's that? Oh, uh, it's the concept that if you follow along and do everything you're told, like <clears throat> sheep do, like you're getting herded and you do ah. exactly things, you are going to go to heaven. Because if you do everything right, you're you're angelic, you're perfect, you go to heaven. But if <laughs> you decide to, you know, be a little bit disruptive and do as you will and not be part of the crowd, you're going to go to hell. Oh, and I think that's that's sort of the vehicle in there because like this movie, like I said, I think it's an indictment on Catholicism, like uh, not Catholicism itself, but more like the, the idea that um, you have to conform to be considered good. Well, Um, we were talking about earlier, this is, um, this is definitely an indictment on um, suburbia and middle-class conservatism, I think. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm dying, um, that's one word, but and and but the thing is, is uh, what's that stupid teacher's name? The the mean one who yells all the time and is is all about yeah, no, the, the one who like me. this. Yeah, um, I'll assume she's the same person. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's like, if you don't do everything this specific way, you are not a good person and you are bad. Yeah, um, and it's about forcing that message down the throat of Love all of these fear. children, right? And yeah. so, like, Trita, she gets made fun of everybody, by everybody, because she does not fit this mold they want her to fit into. She's the only person of color and in the whole movie, except for the janitor, I think. 
Yeah, something yeah, like she's that. She's definitely a student. And um, and the thing is, is when she's in the talent show, she does her thing completely differently than everybody else. She's dressed like yeah. an angel, um, but she does everything, you know, nicely. Like there's nothing wrong with what she did, but she did not conform to what is expected of her. So she was shunned. That's why she's sitting outside by mm. herself crying at the end. And those girls who did what they're expected to do, which was perform, like even though they're little girls, <clears throat> they have to perform in a very specific way to get the yeah. attention to be considered good at something. Right? And where's that gym teacher's morals having little girls, you know, not just provocative, well, I guess a little bit. They're, they're scantily clad yeah. and doing all this stuff in front of people. Yes. And also when so, she's confronted with the fact that um, uh, Patrick Swayze is a pedophile, she just can't believe it. Yeah, because, you know. You know but she's uh, also... She can't go to the Ed McMahon show because, you know, uh, she has to be in his arraignment. Yeah, but the the saddest part about that is she's built her whole life around the belief that what he's teaching is true. Yeah. And once, like she realized that can't be it because like there's the part where Donnie gets in front of the board and is like, you know, fear. What is it? Fear and uh, fear and, and love and fear and love. And he's like, shit's not black and white. Yeah. Um, and you know, why isn't there stuff in the gray area? The range of human and, emotions is more vast than this. You yeah. And she has, she has yeah. no way of backing up that theory. All mm -hmm. she can do is threaten him and be like, if you don't do it, you're going to fail. Right. So that's if you can't even back up your own theory, then what are you doing? Yeah. Like, why are you defending it? There's no well, she's the moral it. authority in the movie. Like she's part of the, one of the things I noticed, like with the God stuff. Mm -hmm. There's even a scene where they're coming out of the, the parents are coming out of the principal's office. Yes, yeah, so I thought we were done, but there's more. <laughs> just keeps yeah. coming up. Um, when, when the two parents are coming out of the principal's office, after he tells her to go fuck herself um, or, or whatever um, he says, uh, you hear her talking to um, an, uh the secretary or another or teacher in school some um there's no morals anymore uh what's happening to this country like yeah. it's it, stuff i never noticed before yeah well I'm because even say. even she was like she she's like trying to say you know um i've always respected you as a, a woman and blah 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 but yeah. with your son doing this i can't respect <clears throat> you as a mother and you're just yeah. you're, you're sitting there going how can you be that judgmental? Like how, how is it possible for you to be that level of judgment? Mm -hmm. But, but honestly, I have friends who are parents and they're like, you would be surprised at the shit people tell you because you're, you're a parent of like a small boy or a small girl. And mm -hmm. they just think they know better to take how to take care of your child than you do. I've heard the same thing when uh, some of my friends are in mommy groups, you know? Yeah. Know that, right. So yeah. they'll, they'll be very judgmental moms. I assume the same thing happens with dads too, but I mean, not, oh, yeah. not the same way, but yeah. Cause they're like, Oh, you don't, you don't breastfeed your child. So you're obviously don't care if your yeah. kid dies. Or, you know, your kid vaccinated. Oh, you're going to give them autism. Like, you know, yeah. Like, like it's the, crazy, crazy thing. Those are two extremes, but then yeah. there's microaggressions of like with little things. And, mm. and so this character in the movie is a perfect example of a judgmental religious sell it i think yeah who does who's who's just trapped in her own thought instead of expanding her mind and actually seeing things from other people's views she's like yeah. if you don't do it this way you're just wrong and you're going to go to hell and you're like yeah. eh, that's that's one of the biggest problems people have with 
people of of the the church or overly yeah. those people religious suck. people those people I, I have religious friends i'm a i'm a pretty big atheist but i definitely have religious friends we'll debate yeah. sometimes but yeah if they're not judging against me i'm not gonna be judging against them whatever makes you happy exactly it's 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 yeah. more about opening a discussion and a dialogue and being open-minded to people other people's yeah. beliefs and thoughts than trying to shove your thought down someone else's throat Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I still make fun of it when I I am dragged to church. <laughs> <laughs> My wife dragged me to Catholic church like yes. a family event. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to drink some wine and eat some bread with some people. What's wrong with you? Nope. <laughs> I just wanted to be over and done with as possible. <laughs> I'm so uh, glad my, my parents are atheists, so I could uh, play video games someday. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad uh, we didn't have this discussion when we were talking about a dogma last time. Oh, oh I my god! Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like I had a, I like in there, my uh, guest was uh, like, I'm going to offend people. I'm like, look, this is a movie about religion. You're going to offend somebody no matter what you say. Just, just yeah. say it, just say it. So I guess we're getting there too. It's fine. <laughs> I don't hear it. With it. As long as it's an open discussion, we're not actively being mean. We're not, yeah. you know, pushing our agenda on other people. We're just like, think about stuff. That's, that's literally all I expect from people. Just think about stuff. Mm-hmm. And that I'm, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> I don't think so. Ready for doom? <laughs> You're ready for doom. <laughs> All right, doom. Here we come. Now here's a very different type of sci-fi uh, movie uh, that I was very excited to sit and watch, and then I sat and watched it, and I was like, Oh yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm watching Aliens and I'm watching Predator mashed yes! into one. Yes, mashed but, into one but movie. It's very dimly, dimly lit and it's yeah. very bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was really shocked. Like, like, I don't remember it being this bad. Like, I remember it being, you know, like cheesy and campy and stuff. But I yeah. was sitting there watching it going, oh, my God, can we not? I'm, I'm pretty sure done. I saw this in theaters. I'm oh, I, def- oh, I definitely saw this in theaters. Yeah. I also paid to buy a DVD <laughs> on my shelf. And I was yes. like, yeah, this is great. Ooh. And now I'm watching and I'm just like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah, this oh, isn't Alien God. Apocalypse bad, but it's pretty close. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just, I don't, I don't even know. I think one of the things that, like you were saying, how it was too dark. I yeah. think the over darkness actually detracted from the horror in the movie. Yeah, you can't see what's happening. It's like I, I actually thought I actually wondered if it was what the quality I was watching, so I paused it and then I, I read up on it. I'm like, oh no, other people think the same thing. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah. it's not just I just watching it, a shitty. I version. did exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, and there's so many parts where you're like, all of a sudden they just start shooting something, and you're just like, you see like black on your screen. And then it cuts back to them shooting at something. You're just like, I just saw something. You're like, yeah. you did? Are you sure? There's there, nothing there. <laughs> I'll give it some credit. I think in the first half, they do a lot of practical effects that I thought were okay. Or not mm. bad. Like some of, some of the monster effects weren't actually that bad before they got to the crappy CGI. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, uh, like even when they're doing the autopsy on the monsters, I was like, oh, this is kind of neat. Like it's, mm. actually, it's actually a thing they're touching. <laughs> yeah. But oh, but you, you, most of the fights you can't see what's happening, and I don't know. Like I think the creature just bit his neck. Okay, yeah, it did because he's anyway, yeah. doing this now. But 
<laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. And this was the thing that frustrated me. Like, if the gaffer came in there and turned on one extra light so that we can actually have an idea and see what was going on, yeah. it would be good. Because, I mean, if you watch Terminator or you watch Predator or you watch Alien, yeah. those movies are very dark movies, like visually dark movies. On. But they're bright enough so you can actually see what's going on and so you can get that you know, you can see, you know, that shadow move across. Because if everything's black, you can't mm -hmm. see the shadow. So you're just like, what's happening? You just you just sit there and shrug. I think what it might have been on sets? purpose. I'm guessing the sets looked really cheap and crappy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I, and just maybe the monsters even, like, that I think look okay. If you lit them up even more, they would look awful. Like, yeah. That's just my guess. But it's just every, especially there's like 30 minutes of this movie, them going to built rooms, searching First, the scientist, and, and I can't. Okay, this room has animals in it because I can hear the animals. <laughs> yeah, but you <laughs> like, can't it's see a lot the of dark corridors, really. dark sewers. Mm -hmm. Like I'm oh. like, what kind of lab is this? <laughs> My question is, you're on you're on Mars. Yeah, yeah. Where 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 are these sewers that you built? <laughs> where is this this random? feces yeah. puddle that you're rock, 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 like where is this why do you oh yeah this, this is funny why do you have sewers you can walk through for a crew of 80 people <laughs> yeah it makes no sense <laughs> like all you would like on something like that all you would do is have a bunch of pipes that lead into like a like a like a what are they what are they called we don't really have them here in canada um uh, you know those underground like tanks that hold sewage uh, I guess. I don't, I don't know what they're called. I don't know. But yeah, you just, you just have them, you just go to a, this tank and yeah. get rid of it. Whatever. It's Mars. It. Just, just, just shoot it off a cliff. Yeah. Or even if you did have sewers on Mars, why does it have, why can they breathe down there? Why would yeah. you give it a life support system? That makes no sense. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, like, I was like, where, what, where, what is this? Yeah. You know what? Until you said it was Mars, I forgot they were there. Like, it's, it's true. They do shoot them across the galaxy, but and they do say Mars or not across the galaxy. Um, they yeah, use that like yeah, uh, Galaxy Quest uh, transporter. It's, like, it's, 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 it's pretty much the same thing. First of all, yeah, actually, it is like the Galaxy Quest transporter. Now I think about Just it, it's dumber. Freaking gateway. Anyways, yeah. uh, also, sorry, no, it's called the Ark. Sorry, it's the called Ark, the Ark. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, when they actually got to the Ark. My question is, the people who first discovered this in 2026, <laughs> six years from now, we're going to discover yep. this in On the Mars. desert in, no, we're going to discover it in the desert in Nevada, which oh, gets oh, us to Mars. That's right. That's right. My bad. Okay. Get your story <laughs> right. Come on. Uh, so confusing. <laughs> what did they, what did they discover? Did they discover like a pool and they stepped in it and then somebody went to Mars and died? Like how did yeah. they figure out this went to so, Mars? But why did Pinky lose half his... Like, lose his legs when he went through it. Like I don't know. Apparently, there was some sort of error, and, you know... But they also said his, his ass got sent to another dimension, or another galaxy, and then you see his legs, they do a flashback, and his legs drop. But, so yeah. where does his front go? Like, I don't understand. I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That is not explained. It makes very little sense throughout the yeah. whole thing. I'm that's, just like, all right. what we should be called. This makes no sense. Yeah, this makes no sense. Where's Pinky's ass? It's it's too dark. It makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this movie this is, takes the movie actually takes place in twenty forty six because it was okay. twenty years later. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. 
And so I'm like, first of all, that's very soon. And if this doesn't happen very soon, I'm going to be very upset. Um, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't even know where to go with this. I just don't. I, I don't know. You just pick um, apart. <laughs> yeah. I also don't know what the original story for the, like, because it's based on the video game, obviously. Yeah, yeah which, which I, I played. I haven't played the newer but, Dooms. There's a lot of new ones. One just came out this year. Yes. Yeah, they have never stopped making Doom. And yeah. they make so much money off this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you remember what the original story for Doom, the video, there's always a backstory no, of some I, sort. I, I watched a few clips of people playing the game, like the original one that I, mm-hmm. I played. And and it brought back memories, but I just remember your your Sarge and like 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 you're basically um, the Rock in the movie. I, no, I think you're aren't you Sarge. supposed to, aren't you supposed to be Carl Urban in the? Are you? But he didn't really have a name. His name was John. No, uh, Sarge, his, his name was Re- his name was Reaper. Was it? Yeah. Oh God, I don't even know. His name was John Grimm, and his title was Reaper. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> John Grimm. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, I, I totally missed that. Um, I, I, but yeah, it's just the first. It's, it's one of the first first-person shooters. You yeah, Wolfenstein. You have Doom, Duke Nukem. Like, yeah, those are the early ones I remember. Yeah, oh Wolfenstein. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to kill Mecha Hitler. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And then what came up? Well, there's Unreal came out after that. Yeah. Oh, I used to play so much Unreal Tournament. I used to love to do the headshots. Oh. I find first-person shooters now kind of boring. I'm playing one now called Borderlands. Yeah. And it's about a 40-hour game. I love that movie. That game, game. sorry. It, yeah. It's fun. Like, there's some humor in it, but every single level is the same. I'm just shooting things, and I can turn into a mech warrior for two minutes and shoot things, and then yeah. I become a person again, and I shoot. I just, I don't know. I need puzzles. I need a... <laughs> so you didn't like the first-person shooter sequence in the movie? No, I did. I was laugh- I laughed my ass off. Yeah, that was, that actually was my favorite part of the whole. It made thing. no sense. Like he turns a corner and there's a scientist hanging there, and then he's like, ah! and then he shoots him with a shotgun. Then another corner, there's a scientist coming at him with a hatchet for some reason. He's got a space hatchet, and then he shoots his hand, and, and the hatchet goes into his head. Yeah. Like, what is happening? I don't. I don't understand what your problem is. Like I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love- that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. What are you talking? The about? scene goes on way too long, and it, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> it goes. On, it is. So long for it's just no Carl Urban looks in the mirror. <laughs> First person shooter. <laughs> well, I guess they had to get in for the time period. They had to get in all the different types of characters that were in the game in the movie. So yeah. they had to get. So they had to show like, uh, uh, like dead bodies. Of course, mm-hmm. they had to show a corner that had nothing. You know, like ah! oh, they're all dead. You know, the calm yeah. part. They had to show somebody who's like half a monster. They had to show full monsters. Mm-hmm. They had to show Pinky as the monster where you see like his little thing <laughs> at the end or whatever. That was kind of cool, actually. I, I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, there was that part. They had to show, uh, didn't they have one with like a chainsaw coming at him as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy he with the hackets. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, yeah, have I, the, I, the weapons had to come in there. And the big fucking gun, the BFG. <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that like on the screen it was like bio force gun. I'm like, it's a big fucking gun. What are you talking yeah, yeah. about? Yeah, everyone has a big fucking gun. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he, he calls it that later. In, yeah. In the, the I, was, movie, I was waiting for so. it. I, I thought I was going to say when he saw it, but because I, I I don't think I've seen this movie since theaters. And even then, I was like, oh, this isn't that good. <laughs> um, and I had really bad taste back then. I mean, I probably still do. But <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you know, do. I a bad movie, but <laughs> like, oh, I, I spent probably $6 on this. I don't know how long ago. When did this come out in 2005? 
2005, yeah, 15 years ago. That, sorry, I, I, the opening scene with the scientists all being killed, this is just kind of random. Do, do you remember when the, the main scientist is like, he's locked himself in a room and yeah. he's like, he's, he's sitting in a computer like and sending an SOS out? Yeah. He is blinking uncontrollably and I thought he was sending out like a Morse code and I would come into, into effect later. Like, did you notice this? Why? Because he just kept, he wouldn't stop blinking. Yeah, but that's because he I was, thought it was deliberate. I no, I think I think it. I also think it's deliberate, but not because of what you're saying it is. Yeah. I think it's just because he's freaked out and he sweats it pouring in his eyes and all kinds of stuff. Or I don't know. It's just you know, so much blinking. I was waiting for this to come back into the movie later, and I was like, oh no, I'm way off. It just looked like he was freaking out to me. I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's all I thought it was. Okay, I read too much into it. Uh, I mean, yeah, this. I think the reason why you read that much into it because you were expecting this movie to just be a little bit more than what it was. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, this, this doesn't, it's not working. <laughs> no. uh, none of the, um, I mean, I can't say none of them. The, the, the pervert guy is really annoying. Yeah. And then he, he's like, he's like, he's like, he reminded me of um, the guy in Predator who's telling the, the vagina jokes. Do you remember that, you know what I'm talking about? He, he, he there's, there's like one little, he's not a pervert, but he's like, he tells dirty jokes. He's the first one to die mm-hmm. in Predator. And then and then he reminded me of Hudson from Aliens. Like, we're not going to make it, man. Like, getting all scared. Oh, he does not remind me of him at all. No, no, no. Not a good, like, like Hudson, like, Bill Paxton is the best. Mm-hmm. But he is, like, a really poor man's Bill Paxton. Really? No, I think I, the thing is, I, I don't think Hudson, Hudson doesn't come across as creepy. He comes across as an asshole, but he doesn't come across yeah, as creepy. Yeah, yeah. He's a little Whereas, He's a little asshole. But this guy comes across as like extremely creepy. Like he just makes what the first he tries thing to strip search women. Yeah, and the first joke that he makes, even before they're on the planet, is something about going somewhere on vacation and having sex with little boys. Like it was. Yeah. It was like okay, that's that's gross. And Can then the second he- second joke oh. he made was about raping women, and then yeah. he's on Mars, and he's like. Let me strip search you, and I was like, um, "Yeah, you suck, Carrot. Yeah, this, this sucks. Thanks, guys." Do, do you know what I recognized him from? He he kills Bruce Wayne's parents in Batman Begins. Oh yeah, and I he couldn't does. figure it out. Like I was scrolling through IMDb, and like, why do I recognize him? I recognized him from the stupid scene in um, the Kingsman, which was such a weird scene to recognize him from. Yeah, in the first one, you know the part where. They're, they're strapped to the train tracks, and they're like, who do you work for? He's that guy. Oh. Shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. It yeah, that's... As soon as I saw him, <laughs> that's what popped into my head. I'm like, oh, it's the guy from Kingsman. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to figure out who he was, or what I, what I knew him from. Yeah, but as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, yeah, he is yep. a Batman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that would be the one that would like resonate more with me, but I don't, yeah. I don't know why. It's fine. I, I also couldn't believe Rosamund Pike was in this movie. <laughs> I, I just know her from dramas and serious things, and yeah. then when she shows up, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Her, she's a good actress, but her her accent kept dropping. Yeah, you I did. I did. Yeah. Like, I did like love her. Scenes, she was yelling like Gone it, it, Girl. It's good. The Britishness would come out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Their whole thing was kind of weird. I don't know. Uh, At one point in time, they're like, f- for for no reason, they have to be twins. And yeah. then all of a sudden, he's he like the guy asked them if they were identical twins. I'm like, one's a boy and one's a girl. So no, <laughs> like, was it the guy trying to have sex with her? Yeah. 
Because he's that like, was not the time, buddy. Yeah, because he's like, which one's older? And he's like, me by two minutes. He's like, oh, twins. Are you guys identical? And I was like, what? What? How is, <laughs> how is that a question? Okay, for me, the dumbest line was actually by Carl Urban, who I love. Like, oh no. Um, do you remember when they're looking at the, uh, the the bones of the people they found yeah. on the dick site? And he's like, Roseman Pike saying how smart they, they must have been because they have another chromosome. And he's like, mm. if they're so smart, why are they so dead? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Carl, I mean, you realize smart people die too. <laughs> yeah, everybody dies somehow. Yeah. Come on. Uh, <laughs> he's so wasted in this movie. He, he is so awesome. He and is so awesome. But he I love him. He's one of my favorite actors. And he's just... <sighs> I guess if anyone in the movie, he has at least a few things to do, but so little. Yeah. I mean, he's like, well, because you start watching the movie thinking The Rock is going to be the hero because I think at that time, The Rock was probably, though he was still relatively new, Mm -hmm. he was probably still the most famous person in the movie. Yeah. Like, kind of on the same level as Carl Urban, you know, like they're going to be the two that's going to, you know, band together and save the day. Yeah. And especially the part where um, The Rock gets taken and he's like, I'm not supposed to die. I did laugh at that. (laughs) I forgot forgot that happened. I was like, what? Um, His turn to evil made absolutely no sense to me. I thought when he got blood on his hand, I'm like, okay, this is why he turns evil, like watching yeah, it this time. I, because I thought at that point in time, like he didn't get bitten, but yeah. like something from the chemical in his hand yeah. probably like got into him or whatever. And that's why he's like, because at that point in time, right from then on, he starts getting super aggressive right yeah. away. Because before that, like he was clearly like, already like hyper, hyper male. Let's call yeah, him. Yeah, Simplify. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or maybe he's just like, like really into this whole Semper Fi nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, I actually finally looked up what Semper Fi means. Oh, you know what really? Semper Fi means? Uh, isn't that it the? It's the Marines' uh, slogan, right? It is. And it means I should know this, and I can't think of it right now. What does it mean, Tracy? It's actually short for Semper Fidelis, which means okay. always loyal or always faithful. Okay. Um. So it really just means they follow instructions. That's pretty yeah. much so, what Which means. I guess is, what, is why he killed the kid, because he didn't follow instructions. Yeah. Um, but he also is killing everybody and is like, no, we're going to take this information back no matter what, because yeah. those are the instructions that he was given. So that might be part of it as well. But yeah, he really does fucking lose it at and, the end. And are we sure of the movie, like, do they establish it's the blood on his finger, hands? Not, I, not I, as far as I know. Okay, yeah. It just seemed like he turned like a dick for no reason. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But no. Uh, by the time that happens, you're, it's still so early in the movie that you don't really know too well his character because not that much yeah. has happened as yet. And you're just like, oh, you're just a big asshole by the end of the movie. And then he dies well, and gets worse because he gets like this stuff in him, right? You, you know nothing about any of the characters. Every, every character has one little trait, and that's it. Like, yeah. the guy, Goat, I think his name is, likes God and cuts yes. into himself when, he's, when he takes the Lord's Slayers. name in vain. Uh, yeah. There's the pervert. There's the kid. There's, there's the Japanese guy named Mac. Yeah. Who <laughs> Which says I actually, again, was, I, I thought of Predator because there's a, there's a Mac in Predator. Okay. Um, uh, Carl, oh, what's his name? Carl Weathers is named Mac, I think. Oh, is it? And there's scenes like um, so, someone in Predator's name Mac, and there's scenes with Arnold Schwarzenegger yelling, Mac. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. So, 
it just anyways, it's, I I don't know if they're just ripping it off or they're, oh, they're, they're definitely they're, ripping it off. The homages that are oh intense. for sure, for sure. Uh, and I'm actually surprised. Like I know this from 15 years ago, but The Rock looks so small and young. Yeah, like. I, I don't know. Maybe it's it's all them weights he's lifting or whatever. But or is it steroids? Sam, I don't know. It, it, yeah, I, he he looks like I know he's a, he's even a big man in in this movie. But mm-hmm. like when you see him now in like uh, when we saw Hobbs and Shaw. Oh my God, he's he's, he's a size massive. of a bully. Yeah, <laughs> he's massive. it's crazy. Yeah. But it, I mean, it's I, I guess it's at the, a level of because like I mean, even if you look at like the X Men, look at the first X Men movie and look at like. Uh, like days of future past or something and like what wolverine looks like it's mm-hmm. crazy the difference in that man's body like it's yeah nuts. yeah he, he, he did get really jacked that's true yeah or even if you look at like um uh captain america yeah uh even oh, like uh, the first movie like he's built and everything but even from that movie to the last movie that yeah. man is huge like it's the, cra- big- the crazy example i can think of right now is uh Kumal Nanjiani. Oh for, my for the god! Movie. Yes! He went from like slubby nerd to. <laughs> oh yeah, seriously. Like, he is. Is this, just... photo, is this Photoshop? No, it's real. No, he's oh. well because he's gonna be in a superhero movie, so it's yeah. part of their contracts how jacked that they have to be. So what sucks for him now is they're probably not filming anything, so he's got to stay jacked for and not enjoy life. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no fun for you, buddy. <laughs> But apparently, um, what's his face? Um, uh, oh my god, I'm gonna forget his name. It's fine if I forget his name. I it, I don't mind him that much. Uh, you don't know who I'm talking about yet. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> context, context. The guy, the guy who's gonna play Batman. Um, oh, uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So apparently, it's part of his contract. Of course, get jacked up for the role, mm-hmm. and he was doing all of that. And since quarantine's happened, apparently, he's laxed on his workout and his regimen and like eating habits all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. the studio is mad about it and oh, he's just like he's like we're not fucking doing anything i'm not doing yeah. this for no reason you know give me a month's notice i'll get back into- yeah and i'll get back into shape right yeah. so and i was when i heard that i was like you know what good on you because no, I, I wouldn't you know i wouldn't want to fucking do that during quarantine That's you know I, I i actually kind of like him i i keep seeing him in these indie movies same with Christian Stewart, and I'm like, okay, you guys are actually decent actors, I think. Like Kristen Stewart? Yeah, I, I, she keeps popping because she has, I guess, Twilight money, or just doesn't give a fuck. And she she shows up in these little movie, little indie movies that I see from time to time, and I'm like, okay, you're not bad. Like maybe not as so much her. I, I it's more him. He's in a yeah. movie called Good. He's in a movie called Good Time, and he's really, really good in it. What was Good Time? Uh, it's the same director who did the Adam Sandler uh, Jewel. Um, sorry. It's, it oh, Uncut out, Gems. Yes, yes, same director. So it's the same kind of movie. It's like it's high tension. He's trying to get. He's trying to help. Uh, he's trying to help out his brother with a mobster, I think. And it's just it's just high tension. You're like heart's beating the whole time, and he's really good in it. Yeah, I I saw the there's a um, a James Dean movie that he did um, that he was just excellent in. But like I I, I think these Batman movies were the first time he's doing a a, a big blockbuster again, right? Yeah, I think so. But he's only done indie. Same with Kristen Stewart, I think. Yeah, I don't know. She's in Charlie's Angels, but. Kristen Stewart, no. I've seen her in in quite a few things, and I'm good. Okay. (laughs) Fine. I'll Uh, I'll defend him, though. I I, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, I'll defend him, too. I don't mind mind if you defend him. He's fine. And and Um, I I think he could be a very good Bruce Wayne. 
Batman, I don't know. You think so? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. We, we, we all thought. Um, no one. No one gave Heath Ledger a chance. Um, I didn't. I never complained about Heath Ledger. Yeah. I never did. I. I. I you know. I. Pro- I don't think I did, but maybe I did. I. I don't remember. But I, I know a lot of people did at the time. God, I gotta find this movie. Hold on. <laughs> the James Dean movie. Yeah, it was a really good movie, and I was very. It's called mm. Life. Okay, it is called Life. Yeah, I, I've never seen it. Um, well, because you know how there's that famous photo of James Dean on Life magazine where he's like, he's like in the rain, there's like a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and he's got like yep, um, this right. long jacket on. Uh, so it's the, it's the story about how that picture was taken and how it ended up in Life magazine. Oh, please don't so, tell me it's a movie about the reporter or the cameraman. Yeah, it's about the, 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 the reporter. Oh, I'm so sick of those movies. Like, like the 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 um, Mr. Rogers movie. It's about the reporter, and so many of these movies about famous people. It's always about the reporter trying to get an interview with them. It's like well, a trope now. Yeah. And I, I get so sick of it. I. I don't. Mr. Rogers examples because he's the one. Because Mr. Rogers is so perfect, you can't really make a movie. But he didn't do anything bad. Mm. And he's boring. So they like, all right, we'll make it about this reporter who's got problems and. Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers will show him the way. <laughs> yeah, or like, well, the I guess I understand with, why they have to do it. But. Well, the case with James Dean is that a he he was dead within months of this picture being taken. Yeah, um, like he died in that car accident and everything, and um, there's not that much known about him. Like, because he, he only was, made three movies, right? He made he made only three movies. He was just becoming famous. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knew him outside of, like, outside of like this picture and a couple of other things, and yeah. so I understand why they did it from this perspective. Like, I I get it, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's just really good. I mean, and the actors that they they chose for it is really good. Like, like Robert Pattinson, he plays he plays the reporter. Yeah. So you get more of him. Where James Dean. James Dean is played by Dane, I he was James Dane Dehane. Who's that? Uh, Where do I know him from? I can look him up, I guess. Did you see Valerian? Yes. Oh, he, God. He's him? the dude in Valerian. Uh, he does a really good job as James Dean. Uh, okay, okay. Ugh, Valerian left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, Valerian is a, it's a bad movie. Ugh, it's it's a too. bad movie. I did not see it in theaters. I <sighs> sat at home and watched it because my brother talked me into watching it. Um, and I sat there and I watched it and I was just like, what the, what is, what is this shit? Like, <laughs> like I was so angry. Yeah, I know. It seemed like it was such a waste of time and money and effort. Like, I was just like, yeah. I don't know what you're doing. And they had a lot of, like, like Dane DeHane actually is actually a really good actor. Like he's a he was good in um, We Need to Talk About Kevin. Oh. That was Dane. him, wasn't it? No. No, it wasn't. Kevin? No. <laughs> Oh, God, it's the guy who plays The Flash, is Kevin. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I was talking about life. We were talking about... Oh, no, 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 yeah, we're talking about James Dean. James Dean. Yeah. And you were complaining about you don't like from the reporter's view movies. Yes, because there's so many of them. Um, is there really that many? I don't even think I, there's that many of them. There's a lot of indie movies that do that. I, I don't know, I, I just... I, I'm, I'm probably exaggerating, but yeah, I've I just seen... I, I'm watching a movie about uh, someone famous or um, someone sort of well-known, and then, oh, it's from the reporter's point of view. Or it's from the, it's an author trying to write a book about the person. Or, mm. you know, it's like, hey. Well, I also think, but I think when you're making, 
pseudo-biographical movie, mm-hmm. it's easier to make a movie that way because you don't know what these people did behind closed yeah. doors, right? Because, like, for example, the um, Bohemian Rhapsody is just about Freddie Mercury, but there's so many problems with this movie because you're just like was he like that behind closed doors? You don't know all of these. They tried to put in all of these very important time periods together. So there's less time jumps for some reason and it just didn't Mm -hmm. work and it was really bad. But then the one about Elton, Elton John really worked rocket man because Elton John was part of it. He got to choose what behind the scenes stuff were put in there and how to structure the movie. Right. And especially with something like James Dean, or Mr. Rogers, people that you can't talk to anymore. You mm-hmm. can't really put that kind of thing together. Well, it's funny you bring up biopics, because especially music ones, mm-hmm. I'm so sick of them too, because they're all the exact same. Every single one, like, I, I'll give the Elton John one a little bit of credit. I yes. like it a lot more, because yeah. it's more of a musical, which I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I love yeah. musicals, and and they use a song in a different part of his life and just to you know, emphasize something. Yeah, but it was, but it was used more than just an emphasis. So you, mm-hmm. it was used to transition as transition points and, and all true, that kind true. of yeah. stuff. Right. And it also helped was- to emphasize like where the song came from, like the actual song rocket man. The thing is people use it as like a, I'm going away or, you know, like as like a, like a pumping up song. Whereas mm-hmm. you find out, I'm like, no, he was a guy who was depressed. He was on drugs all the time, but he had to be fired up. And that is represented yeah. in the, A, the transition sequence and how it's used in the movie. And you understand how that song was written, you know, yeah. whereas in, whereas in like, uh, I'm, I'm using these two as references because they're the most recent yeah, there's seen. so many you could go to. Walk yeah. the line. Um, um, yeah, walk the line was a good one as well. I, I recently watched the Motley Crue one on Netflix. I, I just I would never it. watch them. I, but it, it was just, it was just a straight by the numbers music biopic, and like it, it was fun. But it was I mean it was okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize Vince Neil, whatever his name is, killed people. What the fuck? I don't even know who Vince Neil is. Oh, he's the lead singer. He he was drunk and he uh, killed someone in his car and ruined some people's lives. That, that that he hit like i was like oh god what a f-. anyways what were we talking about doom we can't i think we called doom we were talking about <laughs> <laughs> so hold on so one thing i do have to say so mm-hmm. i have the dvd obviously and this dvd had trailers on like the dolly darker mm. dolly darker one and mm-hmm. i like the fact that this had direct connections to donnie darko oh how so so the first trailer was Jarhead, which starred okay. Jake yeah. Hall. Well, I love Jarhead. Such a great movie. I remember yeah. pe- people getting so pissed off at the it's end of the boring. movie because they're like, it's boring. He doesn't kill anybody. What are you talking about? I'm like, it's not that kind of movie. But that's the whole point of the movie. Is the yeah. point is this man spent like formative years of his life yeah. shooting a gun, right? Training for this one shot. And then he didn't get to pull that trigger. Yeah. And then you wonder why when he went home, he was like, I, I, can't, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. I have no skills except how to pull a trigger. And yeah. I'm sorry, coming back home, shooting people in the face is, you know, from far distances is not really a job skill that reputable individuals have. Yeah. 
It, it's a really funny movie. I, I didn't say this during Don, Donnie Darko. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is probably my top five male actors. He is such a I, good actor. I especially after Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. I was like, Which Jesus, I still I, haven't I, seen. I'm really mad about so it. So good. Mm-hmm. It is such. It's very dark. So being a place like not, you know, being a. You know, don't you be in a dark place. You, you can't be. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. Well, Unless you be happy and then go into it, and but just, just, just go, no going in. It's not a happy movie. Well, I think that's actually one of the reasons why I haven't watched it is because I know that. It's such I'm a good like, creep in it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm t- in too good of a mood to ruin my mood, mm. or I'm not a good mood. I don't want to be in a worse mood. So it's yeah. like finding that in between spot, and I'm just like, I'm not. I haven't been there yet. See, but I used to be in a good mood for a, a weird movie, and I, and I want to be in a sad mood for a happy movie, kind of like... Yeah, to make you sense. feel better or to keep you from getting too depressed, you know? Yeah, I, I used to put on Amelie all the time when I was depressed, like back in the yeah. day. I, was like, I don't want to watch Amelie today. <laughs> no, just, I, watch, I watch animated movies for that. Uh, uh, I watch my two go-to when I'm really, really sad is yeah. uh, is Aladdin and SpongeBob SquarePants. Just, just, just letting you know. <laughs> just letting you know right there. Awesome. I love them. Um, so, sorry, so what was the other trailer? What was the other connection? Uh, was Battlestar Galactica. The ah, yeah. True. Uh, there was a trailer for something called First Descent, the story of the snowboarding revolution. <laughs> well, I know it very well. <laughs> which was a, which is, is, is one of those like classic snowboarding movies where people get on top of a mountain and they're doing yeah. cool tricks, right? Like, I love the scene like, where they do the, the half pipe spin over Mount Everest and then you know, <laughs> down K2 and it's really awesome. Oh, so you have seen it. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Everest. I know so much about the industry or yeah. snowboarding. <laughs> uh, and the other movie, which is a movie that has been on my list forever, but again, A, it's either hard to find, or B, I'm not in a mood to watch it, is the movie Brick, but, uh, that has um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Is it him trying to find his girlfriend? Yeah, it's something like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw it a long like time weird. ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, uh, it's been on my list for years. I have a feeling that if I watch it now, I'll probably be like, what was the big deal? But if I watch it when it first came out, I've been like, this mm. movie's amazing. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so I'm at that, it's still on my list of movies to watch, but I still haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, I, I, I can't recommend Nightcrawler more. Uh, whatever, that's three or four years ago. I think yeah. it's my favorite movie that year. Really? I, I, it's, it's up there. Like, it's so good. I really loved him in, um, what is it? Enemy and, um, mm-hmm. what's the one where like the kids disappear in the neighborhood? Uh, prisoners. Prisoners. That movie is so good. Also, don't be sad when you watch that movie. It's very heavy yeah. and very draining. Um, I, I love that director. Amazing. I can't wait for Dune. I think if anyone can do Dune right, it's him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Denov. Uh, no, not Denov. No, it's Villeneuve, isn't it? Villeneuve. D- Denis Villeneuve? Uh, Denis Villeneuve? <laughs> We're I, so I, I, I'm butchering my. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, French listeners. Uh, it's, we're, he is. We're, I like every single one of his movies. You were, you were right though. It's 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 Denis. It's it's Dennis. I, I, yeah. I'm saying it all in English. It's, it's like it's, it's like it's yeah. not Ray Fine. It's not Ralph Fine. It's Ray Fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But like, I think it's been cast really well. Um. I just hope it's less disjointed than the movie from the eighties. Yeah. That's all like I'm asking book, for. The books are insane. I don't know how you make that movie out of them. I, I haven't read them since I was a kid, but mm. teenager, but uh, I don't know. I, I just, I just trust him. Everything he's done. I really, I even like Blade Runner 
2049. Oh, I love Brave so Lightyear 2049. It I don't was understand the for it. Excellent. Um, well, the thing is, is he did one thing that a lot of movie remakes and movie continuations, especially things that are long past, don't do. He mm -hmm. actually took into consideration the content that came before it, yeah. right? Because even Star Wars has this problem because nothing in, not nothing, but a lot of the problem with a lot of the new Star Wars movies is they're too bright, they're too shiny, and the vehicles and <clears throat> ships and stuff like that don't look like the they belong in that world, right? The new ones aren't as bad, but especially the prequels were really, mm. really bad at that. Um, like, for the prequels, like which I don't like, I will give him credit. He was trying to do something different, I think. Yeah, but you, but and at it, this, it doesn't point, work. It doesn't work in a world that is built the way Star Wars has been built. Yeah, right. You you're allowed to do something different, but you cannot ignore the content that came before it. The newer ones to me feel like Star Wars, but I, I just don't. For mo most of them, I don't like the story, and it doesn't make. It's just. <sighs> I, I love Rogue One. I, I do actually like um, The Last Jedi. Okay. I, that's my favorite of the new ones. Really? I, I know it's probably your least favorite. Okay. Uh, I like that one a lot. Um, and I love Rogue One. And Solo was okay. I, I rewatched it recently. I was like, this is not a bad movie. Yeah, I actually rewatched Solo. Relatively There's some really good stuff in it. Movie. There's yeah. some stuff that doesn't work, but, but overall I think it's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, the Force Awakens, I like up until the last hour. And then, Jesus, the last one is, I've seen it three times. I do not, I do not like it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bad movie. It's, like a, I, it's a mess. I, they, they do what a lot of sci-fi does, which is we've got a really good idea and we don't know how to end it. So here's some stuff. Yeah. And you're just like, you, you did nothing. Like, this isn't no. working for anybody. And um, why does Ray fall in love with Kylo Ren? Uh, he is a mass murderer on a scale un, even not even known in like our... Yeah, but I'm not, even, I'm not even mad about that one. That's I, one thing I hate about it. I, ah, so many... It, there's, there's, that's the thing. There's no need to wedge in a love story. And a no. lot of people think you need to have a love story for something to work. And you're like, yeah, there's no, a female doesn't. character. Yeah, got to be a love story. Yeah. Like, I, I and I, I actually have a feeling that's one of the reasons why you like Rogue One, where the, the two main people who end up together at the end... It's not Never a love story. <laughs> yeah, but it's also, they end up in each other's arms at the end when they're about to die. But yeah. it's not because they love each other in like that romantic love way. It's they're friends and they've gone through an experience together and they're yeah. happy that each other is there to help them. It's not, it's not like, I'm, t I'm so sad I can't have sex with you. Like that's not, that's not. Tracy, if the empire is about to blow us up, I'm going to hug you. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> happening. It's happening. You're getting a hug. <laughs> I will accept that hug. I'm sorry it's if that's the last thing you have to feel. But <laughs> I'll be like, ew, no. Boom. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But, uh, but like but I, I, was, I was saying, like, I just think none, nothing in that movie looks like it doesn't belong in that movie, if you know what I mean. It doesn't yeah. look like it doesn't belong in that world. I and agree. The people who hate it would probably disagree. Like, they like, no, this is wrong. That's wrong. I'm gonna, I don't. I don't understand why they would think that. I, think I don't either. I, I love that. I, again, I love, yeah. That movie uh, that year was. That's one of my favorite movies of the year. 
Yeah, it's an excellent, excellent movie. Yeah, but I do, I do understand why some feminists complain about it because that movie is actually about that poor girl that's in that room where they make the movie all about the man. That was one of the big problems about it. Like, yeah. a lot of feminists had a problem with that. You're like, all right. Well, also, um, uh, Anna de Armas, um, she's kind of like a magic pixie dream girl, too, in a way, if you think about it. Are you talking about the robot girl? The tall oh, the, the girl? Yeah. 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 I, but that's what she's supposed to be. That's why know, he know, buys her. That's the whole but, point. I got really upset when her chip got crushed. I was like, no. <laughs> Yeah, I've always really they, liked her since then. They made her a character, and it's like it's like in the movie Her, where you know, like you never actually meet this character, this this AI. Yeah, and it's called Her because she doesn't have a name. She's she's just an AI. Well, it could be a guy too. Like if it's a woman's on the phone. Say if it wasn't Joaquin Phoenix, it'd be a man, and or it could be a man and. Be the same no, AI, well, same voice. Well, what they they so said, the same program. Well, what they said within the movie was the AI was based on a series of questions that was given to the person, and a personality was selected, and a yeah. voice was selected based on what their things were. And in it, he's like, he's a man who wants a woman to talk to him, and these are mm-hmm. things he likes. And then the personality was built on that, and it's a learning personality, right? So it changed and whatever to fit what he wanted or what he is a perfect companion for him. Like that's the whole point Mm. of this AI system. And so that's one of the reasons why I made it realistic that he would fall in love with the AI system and why the society had a sort of like break because everybody was falling in love with these systems and people who did and people who didn't didn't really care like it was it was fine it was just like another type of love or whatever yeah um and it just it just worked really well but what what was my point i don't know where i was going well actually i'll I'll take back what i said yeah uh anna darmus is not a magical pixie dream girl because she's programmed to be a companion to him yeah that's what i was getting at he's And he's a, um, he's a, what do you call it? A, a, a replicate. Yeah. So he's also a robot, like a computer program, essentially. Yeah. Uh, but no. So but, yeah, but, I, I take that back. She, she, like, she is like Scarlett Johansson and her, where it is a character that is built to serve his needs and built in a way for him to fall, have somebody to fall in love with or in a, so it wasn't. It's not a surprise, mm-hmm. you know, that that yeah. happens. It's it's there. I mean, but I, I think the whole point of the movie is it was to show that replicants are a life form, mm-hmm. right? They're genetically yes. created. Yes, they're original. They're initially programmed, but they're genetic. They're they're organic you beings. That you see were, that you see that especially in the first Blade Runner um, with um oh what's his name? He died recently. Uh, uh, oh, um... And Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is a bad um, example of it. Yeah. Uh, R- R- Rutger Howard. Rutger Howard, thank you. Yes. yes. Just like uh, his line where I, I've seen the... I'm going to butcher it, but... Mm. The, Apparently that was that was ad-libbed by him. Like Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I heard crazy. that recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, the, 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 I love that you know what I'm going to say. The rings of Uranus on a, like on a, a spaceship. I can't remember exactly what he says, but yeah, such a beautiful line. 
It is, and it's and it's. I should write things down more often. But the, <laughs> but the whole but the whole point of that movie was they were trying to find a way to live because they knew how long they they had like three years to live or whatever it was. Yeah. And he's like, I just don't want to die. Why isn't it help anybody helping me live? Yeah. And whereas the second movie was the fact that oh my God, they can give birth to something. That means they're a living being. And now we have to start treating them like people, essentially, yeah. and nobody wanted to do that. So, you know. It's so funny when we're talking about Blade Runner instead of Doom, because it's so oh hard to talk about a movie that's just dumb. <laughs> there's, no, there's no substance to it. <laughs> there really is no substance to it. And, that, and that's really, like, the sad part about, like, I know, I, I know it's just a... Like video uh, a video game movie, but you can have a video game movie with substance. It's possible. Ooh, wait, what's a, what's a good example? Like the Resident Evil movies are okay. I enjoy them. No, the Resident Evil movies are so bad. What's a good video game movie? I'm I'm trying to think. Give me a second. I recommend Rain Two. Uh, must be one. <laughs> Mortal, the first Mortal Kombat. I know it's oh, cheese, but it's great. It's got it's got one of the best songs ever. But one of the best soundtracks, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh my god. Uh, I saw that two or three times in theaters in high school. It was awesome. Yeah, there's Wing Commander, but that's really bad too. Oh, oh god, you're not uh, picking good ones. There has uh, to be. But, I, I don't want to Google best video game movies. That seems like cheating. We, are, we should be able to know this. Uh, there's also. Max Payne was horrible. Yeah, one of the worst uh, movies I've ever seen. <laughs> worst movies. I love rating movies on IMDb, and I rarely give a one or a two. Mm-hmm. It's rare, because I always find something I like in it. But I gave Max Payne a one. I, I hate oh, that Oh, it, it deserves a one. That's yeah, for I, sure. I, I got, I don't know if I told this on the, on the podcast before, but I, I got, um, um, actually, at Scotia Theater, I got special tickets to see, like, the uh, the first showing. Mm-hmm. It was a Thursday night at like ten or nine, mm-hmm. and went. I was so excited. I'm like, Ooh, this is gonna be fun. I like the game, and I left like this movie is so bad. Yeah, that's the worst. When you get free tickets to see something, oh. and you're still pissed off about watching yeah. it. you're just like, no, you should pay me for my time. Like this is not <laughs> acceptable. You know. Like, I, I even got free popcorn, and I was upset. <laughs> yeah, you're like shit. How bad does your movie have to be exactly? Yeah, yeah that's one of the worst movie theater experiences I've ever had. Even when I watch a bad movie in theaters, I'll be like, like okay, uh, I'll think about it later, and maybe I'll yeah. like parts of it. And it's fine, but Max Payne was torture. Yeah, yeah. No, that was... I, I paid to watch that movie, and I'm still mad about it. Did you look up uh, good video game movies? I did not. Should I? I should. Ah, should all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to... I'll just give you the top five. <laughs> Best video game movies. Ooh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Actually, that was pretty good. You know what? I did kind of like it, actually, too. Um, one sec. I'm going by Rotten Tomatoes rating. <laughs> Is this Rotten Tomatoes? I'm on a three. I'm going to go to the top five. Angry Birds movie. What? What? That is 73% of Rotten Tomatoes? Excuse me? What? <gasps> Rampage. <laughs> oh, my God. Rampage. I love Rampage. Uh, this is a bad list, but oh, uh, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within, I think is a really, really good movie. Really? I didn't play the game. I um, I. I also, I, I also did not play the game, and when I saw that movie, I was like, I don't understand what this has to do with the game. I, I don't either, and that's why I think I like it. Um, it's it, yeah. I thought oh. it was a really. I love post-apocalyptic stuff, and I, I, mm-hmm. I really thought it was a cool what they what they did. Especially that scene with the shields coming down over the city. It was New York or 
whatever city they were protecting. And, and then the spirits are coming in. I thought that, it was like 20 minutes of such goodness in there. <laughs> okay, so I, I know you're upset about this list, but actually look at the Rotten Tomatoes ratings. The highest rating, that number one, is 73%. It's the Angry Birds movie. Yeah. Pokemon is 68. Sonic, the, I didn't see the Sonic ahead. I, I haven't seen Sonic either. It just it came on Prime recently, so I'm going to watch that. Uh, Tomb Raider is fucking, uh, that movie's bad. I don't know why people like it. I actually like that movie. Uh, I did enjoy not the Angelina Jolie movie, the one with um, uh, Vikander, Alicia yeah. Vikander. Um, I, I thought I thought some of the traps and some of the stuff they had to get through it when they get to the temple were kind of cool. Well, yeah, Prince of Persia sands the time. Oh, Jake Jonah. Wait, I already I, you already mentioned that, didn't I? Oh God. No, 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 not yet. Oh, we have the Silent Hill movie. Which, which I like the first one. I the first one. Made me uncomfortable. No, I have a bias because I really like those games. Also, the Warcraft movie was not that bad. Why is it on the Yeah, I really like the Warcraft movie because it was the first time I saw fantasy from like the orcs' point of view. Yeah, I've never oh. seen it. The orcs I'm sorry, movie. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have to stop you. Which one? Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Come on. That uh, is that is art. <laughs> John Leguizamo? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Can't. And I can't remember his name. Okay. Uh, the guy from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So they have a pretty bad track record. But name. Doom is at twenty-five, number twenty-five okay. on this list. Wow, uh, it's only at nineteen percent, and it still made the list. Like that doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. I will give Doom this, like not just the practical monsters in the beginning. I thought the fight between The Rock and Carl uh, Urban at the end were kind of was kind of not that bad. Like, it was a decent it. fight for sure. Actually, though. They didn't talk. They mm-hmm. just grunt. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> so they're, they're animals, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, the fight I really enjoyed was the guy named Destroyer. Yeah. The one who gets, like, thrown in the into pit? the holding cell yeah, and then yeah, he fights yeah. it. And, like, he's actually, like, smart in his fighting technique. You know, he's, like, standing there. He's, like, it's in here with me. I can't see it. Oh, yeah, yeah. the wall's electrocuted. You know, do this. Get it lit up. And then he, like, actually figures out a strategy. It mm-hmm. fails in the end, unfortunately, because the monster's too strong. Yeah. But he's, like, the most capable of everybody in this the whole movie, I find. Yeah, he fight <laughs> – that monster is huge. and yeah. <laughs> he, fought, he fought him pretty much hand-to-hand, you know, off the cuff. Yeah. And, like, was almost out of there. And the reason why he died is that because he was almost out of this huge thing. He was too high, yeah, fell, he was, and he, he died. He pulls on the chain away from getting out. Right. Um, uh, he did screw up one – I noticed one thing, though. He was bashing the monster with a big pipe, which I don't know how he could hold this thing. And then he threw it away for something else. I'm like, no, just keep bashing it. It's like, I hate in horror movies when they have the killer on the ground. Yeah. And, and they stop and talk, and they're like – Or they're no, like, they run away. Shoot him in the head, bash his head in. Just, just stomp his head until it's mush. They can't get back up. Yeah, but you unless have, it's Jason Voorhees, because he can't kill him. You, you have to realize, though, normal people don't want to see somebody die. And I, I think know that's but, the key. But if they just kill all your friends, make their head mush. <laughs> yeah, or even like you know, he's he's out on the ground. He's down. Tie him up or something. Like actually, like make sure he can't come after you again. He's a limp, they're limp bodies. Like, mm-hmm. you know, do something. But, so but, but, but when you're doing him. that, when they're tying them up, he'll come back to life and, you know, kill another one of your friends. Yeah. <laughs> to just, that, 
I just always say, just has to go. This will be used my trial one day. Um, uh, if someone's trying to kill my friends and family, I'm going to make their head mush <laughs> just so they can't get back up. Or like FYI, he killed like <laughs> six people. I yeah. was defending myself. Thank the you whole Archer much. family was destroyed by me. He was killed by me, but and that's why his head is jelly. Yeah. You're like, you, you destroyed him. You're like, yeah, I did. Duh. Okay. I've, I've seen all those horror movies. I see how those people... I was not playing, okay? Uh, sir, I he was just... Down. He just knocked on your door. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> 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 what did I do? Yeah. Uh, horror movies do ruin people. They really do. I mm. mean, like, I just have the worst thoughts sometimes. Like, like I'm walking home or, or, like, I walk into my empty apartment. I'm like... I'm going to step forward and somebody's going to stab me in my eye, right? Gotcha. Whoa, okay, cool. I don't do that. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a guy. <laughs> you are a guy. You also you live with somebody, so you're expecting them to be home. Oh, but 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 when I'm playing video games or watching a movie not paying attention and she walks and touches me and I'm not expecting it, it's because it shit out of me. <laughs> He's like, but, and she, she always say, but I live with you. You should know I'm here. I'm like, <laughs> I know, but <laughs> even just well, working, if she opens the door behind me and I don't hear it, yeah. You know, I'm in my work and she touched my shoulder. And she knows it scares me, so she'll do it too. Uh, yeah, at that point in time, it's just fun. Yeah, her her sister's the worst. She, like, loves to scare me. So <laughs> if I have headphones on, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what started all of that? Playing games like Doom. Boom. Yep. There you go. Brought it back. Brought, Brought it back. back. <laughs> Yeah, um, I really don't have that much to say about this movie. Like, I, I did find the ending really funny because he kills the rock and then all of a sudden there's a shot on the elevator going up somewhere and he's holding Rosamund Pike. Yeah. And the movie ends. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the end of the movie. They're back on Earth. The it's lockdown, one of the worst endings I've ever seen. Yeah, like, but just, the lockdown's over and he saved the, the, the beauty, even though it's his sister and yeah. blah, they're gone. I really think there was supposed to be another movie, but because this movie did so badly and it was such garbage, they just yeah. didn't make another one. Well, because this movie was kind of made for someone like me and I did not, I saw it in theaters and my word of mouth was not good. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, I, I must admit, like, I watched this movie for the first-person shooter sequence, and mm. watching it this time did not bring as much joy as it previously did, um, but I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, what is this garbage? It's glorious. Yeah. And I watched it this time, I'm like, oh, this is garbage. <laughs> That's cool. Have, have you seen <laughs> the first-person shooter movie? Um, it's the guy uh, from District 9. Hardcore Henry? Yes, Hardcore Henry. Yeah, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters. It was actually a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. That's, it was. That's how you do it well. Yeah, it was just a ridiculous action movie. <laughs> mm. it, and it goes nuts, and it's just all over the place. Yeah. He's like, he's I, like I, uh, Wei Yoon, man. He just keeps popping back up. I'm a clone, I'm a clone, I'm a clone. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so great. Yeah. But, but I mean, I, I haven't seen Doom since it came out. So what, so this is 2005, 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy watching this. Yeah, I haven't watched it maybe about five or six years. It's way too uh, long. Oh, no, really? Probably, probably a little bit more than that, actually. Did you buy it five or six years ago? I don't know when I bought this. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I do not have an anecdote for the buying of this movie. I have an anecdote for this this director's cut of my Donnie Darko. I used to have a regular cut of Donnie Darko. I lent it to someone. Uh, then I never got it back, couldn't find it. And mm-hmm. then I saw this on sale and I bought it somewhere. It was like 10 bucks. And I was like, boom, I got Donnie Darker again. 
<laughs> that's my that's my anecdote for this DVD. Uh, anyways, any last thoughts on Doom? Uh, last I have my notes. Um, I already said my dumb bad line. No, I think I'm good. It's hard to talk about. Like I love bad movies, but sometimes they're just it's hard they're to talk so, about. Like, they're so bad you can't so do long. anything about it. Yeah. yeah. If you just talk about Blade Runner and how great that is, then talking about a shitty movie. Yeah. One of my, my notes here is I would not want to have to go in this situation. The bathroom is such a vulnerable place. That's one of my notes. This is, this is how much I was thinking about this. Yeah, so they're highly trained Marines, and this guy's going to take a dump in the middle of a fu- like when there's monsters all around. Well, no, that was that was the joke. He just wanted to get away from that guy so he can send a message and call him. He actually help. sat on the toilet, and didn't he do some business? No, he didn't. He never no, pulled down his pants. Oh. Right. He just sat down, and for some reason, okay. he put down his gun. But I'm like, my thing is, if you're just going to the bathroom, you're there by yourself. Why are you? Why a? Why did he go into the stall? And yeah. b? Why did you put down your gun? Yeah. Now those were my two first questions. I'm like, you're not actually taking a dump. I know this, and you know this. What, what are What are you doing? Yeah. So whatever. Also, why are only ten people, be, ten Marines, or whatever? Uh, let's call them Space Marines. Because this mm-hmm. is an alien ripoff. Why are only 10 space marines being sent? Because this is an elite squad that is but, prepared for this specific thing and blah, blah, blah. They, <laughs> I don't think They can know. send all these people, as many people as they want across to Mars. Just send a whole battalion, <laughs> just in case. Well, that's the same thing that happened in Alien. You have a whole planet of 200 but, and something people. Yeah. And all of a sudden... All contact is lost. Everything, you're just like, oh my God, what's going on? It's 17 days for them to get help if something goes wrong. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you just send two units or three units right well, away instead of sending one unit? To defend aliens, um, it's just the communications go down. It could be something random. They don't know. Um, Paul, Paul Reiser and the company aren't telling them that, you know, this is LV-426. <laughs> yes, got it. Yeah, is that what um, is it? It's like, like, like they're not telling them it's an alien planet. planet. Yeah. And no, they know it's an alien planet. Well, 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 he knows, yeah. And and they send 20 to 30 men. Wasn't that There's many. a lot of Marines. It's not that many. Maybe it's not that many. That's probably too much. It's definitely more than 10. No, I think it's around 10. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'll say 15. Because <laughs> like when, when, when the redheaded guy is watching uh, all the heart monitors, there's so many. And they start going, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> me and my friends just do a thing where how many space marines could you name? And, you know, I, I used to be on the mall so long ago. That I, I can't remember now. Hey, how many are there? Oh, my God. How many people go to aliens? It says, what's Area 51? It's fine. Uh, <laughs> hold on. You know what? Let me just look up aliens and I can count. You know what? Just look up the actor total and then minus, I don't know, Newt and... Uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, okay. So there's Hicks, there's Burke, there's Bishop, there's Hudson, yeah. there's Gorman, there's Vasquez, mm-hmm. there's Apone, Drake, yeah. Frost. Frost, okay, I don't remember him. Who's, her. Fer- who's Pharaoh? Remember, a ton of them die right off the bat, like like when and, the aliens... And Spunkmeyer. That's it? No. And Crow. So there's There has to be more than that. Cause, 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 like when they're when they're in the um, the infirmary, there's still like eight of them left, or six to eight. That's it. There's twelve of them. Twelve. That's it. Okay. All right. I'm just reading it off of IMDb. I'm just literally reading the list. 
Well, no, Burke. No, Burke doesn't count. I counted Burke. No, no, Burke. Burke you're right. Burke doesn't Wait, count. Wait, Burke and Bishop don't count. <laughs> Bishop counts. Does Bishop count? No, you're right. He's not a Space Marine. Okay, so we're back Only down. 10? To, we're back down to ten. <laughs> so I was very, very wrong. I was right. <laughs> I think this should all be cut, Tracy. This should not be out to the public. <laughs> What did I say? Twenty to thirty? Ooh. Uh, yeah. Sure. I was like, I was like, the, the cast. I know a lot of them die right away, but that does not. That is not yeah. right. Because yeah. who, who dies first? It's like uh, Capone. It's, he it's, didn't it's, die. Frost. Yeah, I know. Apone dies. Drake dies. Frost dies. And no, Drake is the guy who gets acid shot on him. Right. That's one Vasquez likes, isn't it? Or am I mixing up my Space Marines? <laughs> No, it is that guy, but he get no, but he, but remember, yeah, he's injured for a while. He gets acid on his face. Yeah, shotgun to the door. (laughs) Yeah, but he gets pulled back out. He dies almost right away. Oh, does he? Okay, he makes it back to the vehicle, but he doesn't like survive in the vehicle. The guy you're talking about that gets like the stuff wrapped up on his head is, uh. What's oh, uh, Gorman. It's, it's, it's not Gorman. Gorman. It's right, Gorman. I'm mixing up. Yeah, I'm mixing up redheads. <laughs> <laughs> Redhead racism. So yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. aliens. A movie you can actually see. Yes. <laughs> the, you know, it's such a, it's a it's dark and oppressive on a different planet. There is yeah. a ra- there is also a random sequence where they're in waist deep water in there. That is true. So you know. Well, that's, that's a colony that's of two, three hundred colonists. So maybe. There's a hundred, yeah. It's probably just whatever they could get for the set. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But all that water makes no sense to Doom me. Doom looks like they're in a warehouse. With, they put up these crappy cor- corridors. and <laughs> you know, like, 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 to be fair, most low-budget sci-fi does. Yeah. But, but you this, can movie, still this movie had somewhat of a budget. Yeah, you can actually yeah. see with this movie, Especially Canadian would... sci-fi. Like, if you look at a, a Canadian sci-fi spaceship show. Mm-hmm. Just... You see everything. It, it, but, but, I mean, like, it just looks like... Yeah, it's the warehouse where they... <laughs> yeah, it's, that's very true, actually. Yeah, those pipes are just regular pipes for who knows what. I don't know, man. They shoot, they shoot Discovery here. I mean, it's, well, it's shitty Star Trek, but, but that's it not still looks budget, good. But, but they throw a lot of money at, at that. They do. They really do. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. oh, shit. Before we go, we didn't do... Um, so, Carl Urban is Bones McCoy in the movies. Yes. In the new Star Trek movies. And we already talked about um, uh, The Rock. Well, we, we, we weren't recording, so yes. Oh, we're, did, oh or were we? I think we were. Recording? What are we talking? I don't know. Yeah, so sure. The Rock Space was... Space Wrestler fights, fights 7 and 9. Yes. Did, well, did it, was, it, was like, it was like Space UFC. <laughs> That's right, it was. Yeah, yeah. And what did, did you call it? Junk, uh, Dungatsu or something? I don't know. I can't remember. I, I, yeah. I, it's been so long. <laughs> I'll get to it soon. <laughs> Almost on season two, so I'll get there. Uh, um, hold did on. Did you catch any others? Let me. I always just need a list of their names, and I'm like, <clears throat> blah. Hold on. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I, I recognize the goat. He's from. He was from Game of Thrones, and he's in Rogue One. That's where I recognize him from. Who? Uh, the the religious one. Really? Yeah, he he was a. I can't remember if he was in Game of Thrones, but in Rogue One, he was one of the generals. His one of the rebellion generals. Ben Daniels. Yeah, that's it. He was also in. He was General Merrick in Rogue One. Yeah, Merrick. Also in, in House of Cards. 
Oh, I watched most. I I didn't watch season four and five. I think I once Kevin Spacey thing happened, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> mm. Um, and he was also in the Exorcist TV show. Yeah, never watched it, but he's popped up in a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think I recognized anybody else from. Yeah, me either. Star Trek. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We 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 got too big. We had, we had Bo- we had Bones McCoy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty big. That's one. a pretty big one. Yeah. So you can't you can't go wrong there. Yeah. Hold on, I just want to see the episode. Who's the chance? Yeah, yeah, it was a Sun Katsi. Yeah, it. of course. <laughs> <laughs> and his name his name on the episode was just the champion. So you know. <laughs> No, yeah, fine. I, I didn't watch a lot of late season Voyager. I will get to it, but um, uh, I do remember that episode. It's well, I guess yeah, I guess Seven of Nine was just in the second half of the series, right? Yeah, yeah. Once Cass so, kind of disappears, and yeah. I still have Cass uh, when I'm watching. I don't know. I find Cass really annoying. I, I don't. I, I don't. I just watched the episode where Tom Paris and Elix are fighting over her. Kind of. That's a very early episode. Yeah, season two, and then they're they're down on the planet, and they find like a reptilian baby. <laughs> and then oh, they I bond see. over the baby, the hatchling. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I actually enjoyed it. I, I, I remember that one. Yeah. I wonder if the, the creepy dude was in an episode of Star Trek. I don't think so. No, nah, I, I, I didn't. I mean, who knows? It should be, it, it, Star Trek Corner should be no cheating. <laughs> I know. I know. I got, we got two of them. That's right. Off the top of our towel, we got two of them. It's and we got one of the biggest ones, so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, he's he is he though? I mean, he's just in the Star Trek movies. I know, but he's shows. really he's really good as the Doc. He really Doc. is, yeah. Who? Somebody was just like uh, when they first saw. Was it Shatner, or was it like Nimoy or something? Um, before he died, mm-hmm. but they're like when they saw Carl Urban on screen as Bones, they're like, "Oh my God, he is so much like DeForest Kelly!" Like it was crazy for them. I, I think he's the only one who kind of reminds me of the character, but he's not doing an impression. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, because even like Zachary Quinto, he he does a really good Spock, but it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but it's like he is doing Nimoy as Spock. He's not himself as Spock. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, true. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Urban's just like I'm fucking Bones. Bones is angry all the time. Let's do this, and he just yeah. like he just takes it and runs with it. You know what I mean? I don't know if I, I said this enough. I love Carl Urban. I, I, I hope Carl he, Urban's great. He's not in enough things. Yeah. And I'm so mad, mad there's no when, Judge Dredd too. Yeah, I was Dredd really too. mad his um his TV show got canceled as well. Oh yeah, I still haven't seen that. I, it was so good. Yeah, the rope, yeah. Um, Robot Cop human. one. Yeah. Almost human, yeah. But he's also in like The Boys. Um, I've yes, tried, which which I do enjoy. I've tried to, I could not get like, into it. I, oh. I, it. I've seen an episode and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always telling if I only get halfway through something. Like if I don't finish a movie mm-hmm. or a TV, like a, a whole episode of a TV show, I was definitely like it was hard for me to watch. Like I, was, I, I, I just enjoy superheroes being assholes. Now you haven't seen it, but there's one guy who's faster than he's the Flash. Essentially, he should kill all the humans in the show trying to just take them down. Oh but no, I get it. Yeah, there's no reason why that he wouldn't be able to do that. And I'm just like. So I, I have some problems with it, but mm-hmm. but it, Carl Urban's having a lot of fun in it. Yeah. And this, I think the show is pretty good, generally. Well, that's why I tried to watch it. I'm like, this technically ticks all of the boxes in my I yeah. should like, you that's know, category. Like and, 
I don't know. I've, I've tried to watch it twice and I'm like, I can't. Okay. But I'm, I, it's coming back for a third season. Yep. So second. it's also gotten renewed for a third season as well. Oh, good. Already. Good. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> so I think it's one of Amazon Prime's best shows or most popular. Yeah. Yeah. But he's done some great stuff. I, I love the stuff he does. <laughs> Yeah, I liked him in Red too when he got the shit beat out of him. Oh, yeah. That was such a good scene. He uh, born identity too. He's a great, he's a great bad guy. He doesn't say much. He's just yeah. like a menacing. He's like almost like a Terminator in a way. Just a menacing Russian assassin. <laughs> yeah, he does such a good job at that. Yes. Yeah, he, he's a really good actor. Loved him in Chronicles of Riddick. His, his beautiful uh, golden hair in Zeno Warrior Princess when he plays what yeah. he plays Eros or whatever. Oh, right, it's gorgeous. right. Uh, he he's. Judge Dread is one. I love that movie. Yeah, so good in it. Dread is so good. Oh, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Uh, Judge Dread has a so, like a place in my heart. Oh, me too. But that I, is a very it's, different it's movie such than good Dread. Camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Dread was amazing. Rob Schneider's it. in it. Like, how could it not be good? Yeah. <laughs> Mister, I am the law. Um, the law, I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> He's fighting the cannibals and the wasteland. It's like, oh. Uh. There's so there's so much in that movie to just take home with you and just enjoy. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, okay. So we're done talking about Doom, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> We've barely talked about it, but I mean, we, we, got, a lot we, of, we got a lot of other fun stuff in there. Yeah. So it's all set. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for being on the episode. Happy to be here as always. Right. Um, cool. Uh, so that's it for this episode of uh, Off My Shelf. Off My Shelf will be taking a little break and returning on August 24th when we will be talking about the movies Down With Love and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Until then, you can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at Off My Shelf, or you can send me an email at ohmyshelf at gmail.com. Hope you'll be here to listen.